Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Clockwork Cantina, episode 118. How are we doing, everybody? I'm one of your hosts, Josh902, and this is the other host of the show. I'm DT3. What's up, everybody? Hope you're all doing well. Uh, yes, pretty, uh, pretty, uh, sometimes we go like a couple weeks without, without seeing the, the good peoples, and, and, and I think this time from the last episode to now has been probably one of the shorter times. It's true. Uh, it has been. We so, did a show so on Wednesday. So that's cool. That's interesting. Yeah, we just we did a special Star Wars Day show. Uh, I usually not when we do them, but it was fun, man. I I always enjoy having OMG on the show. Yeah. She's a good friend. Absolutely. So it was good good time talking Star Wars with her. That's that's for sure, man. It was it was a lot mm-hmm. of fun. It was. I had a lot of fun on Wednesday um doing the show and it's always nice when we add in another another person into the show cuz it takes some of the you would think it would add more to my plate. It actually takes a little less off my plate that I don't have to talk as much and I can focus more on production and making sure everything's not breaking. Um which is kind of nice sometimes. But a lot of time when it's me and Daniel, I'm like I'm running the show, but I'm also trying to fill airtime uh when we're chatting and it could be a little hard. It could be a little tricky sometimes. Um but yeah, I always enjoy having OMG on. She's She's awesome. Love having her here. Yeah, she's, she's great. Uh, we're starting a couple hours later than we usually do today. Um, if you see me squirming a lot, I'm having some back pain, guys. So that's that's kind of like, what is the... I got my heating pad. I don't know if you guys ever... When, the older you get, guys, invest in one of these things. Because let me tell you, it, it helps with pain quite a bit. So um, I've got that stuffed in my back area uh keep keep kind of heat up the muscles in there and get them to chill out a little bit um chill out muscles chill out yeah 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 it's it's bad when your own body's like i'm gonna hurt you for no reason other than you slept kind of funny um my neck is also a little stiff um but yeah guys today we're gonna be talking about the moon night Last episode, or not the last episode, yeah, well, yeah, the last episode of Moon Knight, but all the episodes of Moon Knight, all of Moon we Knight, talked about them. Yeah. Um, and we're going to be talking Winning Time in the second half of the show as well, which is uh, Winning Time Rise of the Lakers. If you haven't seen it, uh, leave and come back after you have. <laughs> yeah. So again, just so you're clear, we're talking about Winning Time, the Rise of the Lakers Dynasty from HBO Max, as well as Marvel Studios' Moon Knight, Disney Plus, so... Both of those shows, go check them out. Uh, and then, yeah, join us for our conversation about it over in the second half of the show. And we'll give you some thoughts, what we think of it. Um, I'm sure we have some. Uh, before yeah. we get started, uh, or sorry, before we get with the news, we usually talk about what we've been up to the past week. So, DT, my friend, you want to start us off with what you've been up to the past, well, since Wednesday, I guess. Yeah, um, so it's been it, there's been less time to do to talk about things that we've done because it's been you know, like I said, less, less time to to do things as well. But uh, uh, okay, so for, since since then I have uh tried a new game called Prop Night, which is kind of like a Dead by Daylight, but like Prop Hunt, so you get to like switch into turn turn into objects, you know. So basically what you want to do in this game is instead of trying to run away from the killer like you would in Dead by Daylight, you kind of want to hide from them to begin with. And you can transform into like uh, 
like a candle or a fucking bottle of Coke or like, you know, just various different things, right? The smaller, the better, because you, you move faster and you're easier to hide. So that's typically uh, uh, how you would want to do that. But I mean, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. I uh, I did a co-stream for Cinco de Mayo uh, playing that game, and I'm probably going to play it again this week with the same group, maybe. Um, and uh, yeah, that, that was that was pretty cool. It was, it was interesting trying that game out for the first time. Uh, watched ep- uh, episode seven of ha- the Halo show, which uh, yeah, that's uh, it, it, it wasn't as um, I guess as bad as uh, as I thought it was gonna be. Like, you know, we usually like we we've been talking like off stream. Josh and I and a couple other friends that have been keeping up with it about how like the B plot of the show is not so great. And, you know, the last episode was pretty much all B plot. And uh, yeah, to me, it wasn't it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. So, man, I've so seen I, a lot of reviews that are win, like, man. it's the worst episode of Halo yet. And I was like, it wasn't that bad. Like, come on. It was Compared I mean, to, like, it wasn't the, the best, stuff, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't. I don't think it was the worst because like. Yeah, I wouldn't. I the B plot, the B plot in other episodes is terrible compared yeah, to the like, B plot in this. It, the, episode. the stuff in the other episodes that is, uh, like, still has the both the A plot and the B plot combined. That I feel like, yeah, is worse than what we got the episode yeah. dedicated solely to that. I think people just oh. got sour on it, so they're gonna shit on it no matter what at this point. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry I interrupted you. Please continue. No, no, no. Uh, I play a little bit more Lego Star Wars because I'm again I'm trying to 100 percent it. I'm still not there yet, but we're we'll get there. We'll get there. We're almost we're almost done. I think we're we're getting closer. Um, and then uh, what else? Uh, Strange in the World, Star Trek, Strange in the Worlds started that. Uh, pretty good. I like Anson Mount. I've I like I've liked his character since he was in Discovery. Uh, and I remember always saying, like, when when there was just Discovery, I was like, man, I'd rather follow his crew instead of, like, Discovery crew, because I don't really care about the Discovery crew as much when those guys showed up. And here we are. We have a spinoff show for them called Star Trek Strange New Worlds. The first episode is out. Uh, I'm not the biggest Star Trek guy, but I enjoyed it. Um, and, yeah, I'll be definitely uh, looking forward to seeing the rest of that, because, uh, yeah, I think that's a solid crew and Anson Mount's a great uh actor. Uh I've been following him since uh, Hell on Wheels, so I, I you know I'm looking forward to seeing him and, and, and all the stuff. Uh play a little bit of Pokemon Unite. And then uh this is something that I, I don't really bring it up a lot, but like or we don't really bring it up a lot, but like, you know uh, we, we do we do tend to talk about music from here to here from from you know here and there uh from time to yeah. time. And uh, I'm a uh, big Kendrick Lamar fan, and he released a new song. So I was uh, glad to uh, listen to that, and it was pretty cool. The video is crazy uh, because he does, like, some deep fake shit on his face, and it's – he brings – he just, just watch it. Just watch it. It's, it's wild. It's wild. And then last but not least, I did something that if you told me at the start of the year – I was going to be doing this. Uh, I don't think anyone, including myself, would have believed you. But I'm not the only one. There's been a crew of us that have started playing Fortnite. 
Uh, I know that we've talked mess about this game in the past. I sure Traitor! have. No, I'm kidding. Obviously, but uh, <laughs> but uh, now now we can play with with Josh's uh, nephew. It was squad. Yeah, up, sure. Uh... They could. <laughs> but uh, no. But there's a group of us that have started playing Fortnite. I, for me, the biggest reason why I never played the game was because I was just not a fan of the build mode stuff. Like that, like I remember trying out the game when it first came out years ago, and I was like, "Man, the building is just not." I don't, I'm not a fan of the building stuff, so I tried it. I hated it because I didn't want to. It's just like it, for me, it was just a thing of like you're shooting somebody and then they build a house in front of you, and it's like, "Well, fuck this, dude!" Like, we don't, I hate that shit. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. So I never liked that. So I gave up on the game like when after that, and I never played it again. But then recently. They well not recently I think like a few, couple years ago they released like Star Wars stuff and that kind of was like oh maybe I should try it again but even then I was like nah dude the building is just too much for me so recently as of like what last week maybe yeah I think so yeah last week they brought back the Star Wars stuff because of Star Wars Day you know so they have an they have an ongoing event right now in game for like the next couple weeks I think and then they also have a new game mode i don't know how long it's been there for but i think it's been there for a little bit now we talked about it in the past where they have a zero build mode where there's no building so that combined with the star wars was like all right maybe i should give this game a shot again and i'll be honest with you like i've been having fun playing it and uh we have a group of people that have been playing it and it's been cool squatting up and all that so it's been uh it's been pretty good. And look at that. As, as I say that, Majin says he just got two wins in solo build. So there you go, man. Or zero build, I should say. Solo. <laughs> so there you go, Majin. Yeah, I'll definitely be down to play after stream, Majin. So, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's kind of what I've been up to. Uh, oh, and then also yesterday for Mother's Day, I went to the park and had, you know, uh, did some grilling, got some brats, some delicious oh, you know, yeah. cheese and jalapeno brats. And other ones had like bacon and stuff. And oh, it was so good. I love yeah, grilled boy. meats, man. I know we talked about. I know Josh has talked about like how he's been grilling, you know, recently as well and all that. And I just, I love it, man. Bro, I love it. I, I, I always look forward to it. If I had the setup, I'd stream grilling, you know, like because I just sit out no, there and chill, yeah, and, and you know, and just have fun grilling and talking kind of stuff, you know. So if I had a setup, yeah, that, that'd be dope. <laughs> sure. I'd be doing that all the time. Cool, Daniel. Um, I'm going to start with what I did last night before bed, which is I read this bad boy. I've gotten into, we've gotten into oh, the comic Punisher. books a little bit. So this is this is Punisher King of Killers. Um, the the first issue, I got it at the comic shop the other day when I was there, and I was like, I need to crack into these books because I bought some. And this is the Punisher that is not using guns. He's given up using guns. He's using a sword now. And he's joined the hand. Um. And it's pretty cool little comic book. I just wanted to show uh, off one of the. Uh, I want to show off just one of the pages that's in here that I thought, oh, this is so cool. Hang on, let me get it open here. So it start uh, in the early pages. They, they it's Frank kind of reliving the moments that he kind of becomes the Punisher, where he's been shot all to hell and all that. And he's like, the, the doctors are talking to him, and he's like. Uh, what's your name? Who are you? And then they cut to the page, and it's like, uh, Frank Castle is the Punisher, and it's got photos of every, like, bunch of different Punisher photos on here, and I'm like, that's Damn. so cool. 
I'm Look like, that's that. so neat. Um, but it's a pretty cool little comic. I uh uh pretty dope. you know yeah I'm I'm trying to find a, a there's another two page spread in here that is pretty dope. Um but like here's you know Frank Castle. I'm not a fan of of this logo. I like I'll I'll always yeah. love the original skull and stuff. Yeah, but... the, the the original one is always better. That one is right. yeah, I don't I'm not um but you know it's it's still Frank Castle. It's still the Punisher, and you know he's just yeah. he's joined the hand, and there they are. It's a pretty cool, some pretty cool art in here. I like it. Um, but yeah, uh, I know I know there was some controversy over this comic and all that kind of stuff with him giving up the guns and stuff. And but like the way I always see comic books, even though I don't read a whole lot of them, but what I've always figured is like one way or another, it always comes back around to the original at some point. So like. They're going to do this for a little while. Frank's going to be like a fucking hand ninja for a while. And he gets... He murders some motherfuckers. And, well, it's the Punisher, okay? Like, he punishes in right. this fucking book. <laughs> um, but it's a... I, I got, this, do, is, this is not the original cover. This is one of the variants. They have a lot of variant covers. And I liked this one the most, even though I'm not crazy over the fucking skull logo. But I'm like, look, he's got a sword and he's got, like, little ninja shadows. So. Um... <clears throat> so yeah, I read that. I, I got more comics over there. I got a bunch of Booster Gold and stuff because I'm a Booster Gold fan. Um, yep. Yeah, okay, I watched Halo. Uh, same as Daniel. I don't think it's as bad as people make it out to be that episode, but whatever. Um, uh, I watched The Offer, episode four. For those of you that don't know what The Offer is, The Offer is a show about the making of The Godfather. It's like a mini series. And that has like uh, a bunch of people in it. It has a bunch of dudes from Band of Brothers in it. it has Miles Teller is in it. Um, he plays the lead. Um, and actually, I'm. It's pretty good. You know, it's on Paramount Plus, which I have because of Halo, and we'll probably keep for Star Trek now, um, for a little while at least till Strange New Worlds is over. But um, well, I when I had it for Halo, I was like, well, I have this. I need to see what else is on here and see what's worth watching. So started watching the offer and it's pretty pretty freaking good. Um I watched Strange New Worlds. I'm not like a super Trek fan, but I I know it. I, I think I'm like an average fan, I would say, if anything. I'm always I'm bigger into Star Wars, but I still like Trek. Um I think it's off to a good start. It's kinda like that first episode is kind of like if you've never seen Star Trek and you haven't seen Discovery Here's kind of like who these people are, and here's like the rules of Star Trek because they go over General Order one quite a bit. Um, I watched Winning Time, obviously, but we're gonna talk about that in the second half of the show. Um, and I watched Tokyo Vice episodes two, three, four, five, six, seven, and eight. I finished the first season, and they are going to do. They better do a season two because if they don't, I'm gonna be very pissed. The show is really good. Um, but it leaves, it does that thing where it leaves on a fucking cliffhanger. A really shitty cliffhanger, too. Um, and when I say shitty, I mean, like, this is life and death stuff, guys. I want to know who's alive and who's uh, who's not at the end of this. Um, are you talking, Daniel? I cannot hear you. I see your lips moving. Um. Okay, there we go. That, I am. Uh, <laughs> Give me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were you saying? Weird. 
No, no, I, no. You, I was just, I was just kind of replying to what you were saying about like you know life or death stuff, and I was like, damn, it's it's, it's like that, huh? I was like, oh shit, dude. Because I, I haven't seen it yet. I, I, I plan on checking it out, but I, I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. So I like it quite I, a uh, bit. Yeah. Um, it goes like. So we've always heard of like the Yakuza, and they've been like bad guys in like so much of our media yeah. and movies and TV shows and comic books. A lot of that is like exaggerated and kind of stuff like that. They are criminals and stuff, but like they have like almost working relationships with the police to keep the peace so like war doesn't break out and stuff. So this show kind of dives into that quite a bit. Um, there's obviously also some relationship drama stuff in there as well, but like, um, I I recommend checking it out. I I. Uh, like it, but just know that when you get to that last episode, be prepared. There's gonna be a shitty cliffhanger, and I, I, mm. you know, it's like if this doesn't get a season two, I'm gonna be really bummed because you've set up for oh, this shit. fucking cliffhanger. Then, then maybe I should wait until uh, season two is announced, <laughs> or, or at least, or or, or until it's out, man. <laughs> maybe. However, it does have Ken Watanabe in it, and we love him. So he's great. Know. Yeah, yeah. Ken Watanabe is fantastic. Uh, Let them fight. Let them fight. Yeah, he plays a detective. Uh, but yeah, I do recommend checking it out. Um, more people that see it, higher chance of uh, season two. Uh, they've obviously planned for a season two because they go... The opening of the show... I'm just going to spoil the opening of the show for you guys. The opening of the show takes place two years before what you see throughout season one, and it flashes back to season... Mm. Flashes back two years. Um, so... It can it can kind of ruin like the who's alive and who's dead kind of thing if you remember that. But like for the most part, um, I check I check it out. It's pretty good. I hope it does get a season two. They seem to be banking on it getting a season two. Um, All right. Cool. Especially There's if you're so kind of like skinny, into yeah. There is so much. The good news is it's only eight episodes, so it's not like that's, it's a yeah, whole that's lot. Good. Um, yeah, that's good. But I was like, when I got to the end, I was like, wait, there's not an episode nine? Where's the, what? You left me here? How could you? Um, um, but yeah. Uh, I've played like 15 hours of SWOTOR the past week. Um, they had double XP for May the 4th and Star Wars day and slash week, I guess, because they turned into a whole week. Um, I've been leveling up my trooper, having some fun with that. Just kind of like... I'm playing this while I'm doing other things, which is what I usually do with MMOs. <clears throat> um, Warhammer 40k Chaos Gate Demon Hunters is out. Uh, it's actually a good Warhammer 40k XCOM game. But, to me, it's really fucking hard. And I got slaughtered the other day and I quit playing. But I'm gonna go back to it. <laughs> um, a lot of times with these type of games, it's it's there's learning curves right and a lot of time you want to start over with what you've learned start fresh and get like i'm gonna do this better this time kind of deal so it may be uh, one of those types of things for me um but i like it it's good it's reviewing well which is awesome um games workshop just kind of throws that ip at whoever wants to make a game with it which has resulted in a lot of really shit games but this luckily is not one of them Yeah, yeah a lot of stinkers a lot of mobile crap um I'm just waiting for somebody to take it and uh, hop in Unreal Engine 5, you know, and make something that's ridiculous looking. Um, 
And the last thing I did was probably the, the like the first thing I did after the podcast on Wednesday is I went and saw Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Man, I saw it. I I went by myself, which is oh, it's so. <laughs> Anybody that bitches about going to the movies by my by yourself, please go away. Because by God, it is the best time I ever have. It's like I'm away <laughs> from everybody. There's nobody bugging the shit out of me. It's just me, the movie, my popcorns, my drinks, and uh, I'm chilling out watching Doctor Strange. I had a good time with oh, the yeah. movie. I'm not gonna talk about it because I know there's still people that haven't seen it. Um, but uh, I had a good time with it and recommend checking it out before you get Next. spoiled because there's a lot of cool shit that happens in that movie. Um, that's going to do her. That's going to do it for me, boys. You want to hop into that news at the start? We sure can. Let's go ahead and hop into the news then. All right. Uh, first piece of news we got here is that the Summer Games Fest is now confirmed for June 9th. And you can also watch it in IMAX. <laughs> so the the official the official summer game fest account uh, tweeted out uh, it's official we have a big live showcase event on Thursday June 9th streaming live everywhere at 11 a.m. Pacific 2 p.m. Eastern 6 p.m. GMT uh, and of course you know Jeff Keighley is going to host a showcase uh, you know in industry wide industry wide showcase because I can't talk. Uh, with announcements, reveals, and more, and then uh, yeah, uh, they also the the IMAX thing is, uh, they also announced a partnership. They released a trailer for their partnership with IMAX uh, to bring all the amazing game trailers and announcements to you on the world's biggest and best cinema format. Uh, tickets on sale uh, this week, I believe. So if you want to go watch it in IMAX, that's something you can do. Uh, Let me tell you, if you're going to do that, please take a shower. Because uh, I know what a lot of you guys go out there, you go to tons of stuff, you don't bathe. <laughs> I know that's going to sound really shitty, but it's the fucking truth, dude. Get in the shower, for God's sakes. Don't make a bunch of people on, smell your covered up some, Axe body spray. Some, Get out of here. Put on some deodorant, goddammit. Yeah, we're tired. Uh, fucking, it's time for the stink to stop, okay? Quit perpetuating the <laughs> stereotype. Stop the stink 2022, man. Come yeah, on. stop the stink. Jesus. All uh, right. Uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, we, 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 we will be, we will be doing an episode, I believe on, uh, on summer game fest in the summertime when that, when that happens. So absolutely stay tuned for that. I'm looking forward to it. I'm always excited for the, uh, I, I usually hate summertime, but one of the, but there are a couple of reasons why I do like summertime for one, it's all the, the, like we mentioned earlier, the grilling, the grilled meats, the, the delicious goodness of 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 just having your grill outside and 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 cooking some some delicious food and then number two is because of all of the gaming uh events that happen for for you know across all over the place like before it was like e3 and you know now that e3 isn't really a thing anymore we have like everybody doing their own thing but it's still kind of around summertime so yeah, man, I'm 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 excited, dude. I'm, I'm I always look forward to checking out new trailers and announcements and all that. I'm ex- I'm, I'm hyped. Yeah. <clears throat> I did, June ninth is also a month away. Yeah, it's not even like that far. It's, yeah, it's just like next month we'll be doing this. Um yeah. It's always fun. I'm sure we'll see stuff from Starfield. Like I'm really interested in that. 
Um, I, I hope we see some Star Wars. I really hope we do see some Star I, Wars there. I would love to see that. Yeah. Um, I'm. I would like to see some Dragon Age from Bioware. I'd like to be. I'm curious to see if there's anything going to be shown there with that. I'm just kind of curious to like what. Or, or if even they're going to be there at all, you know, like everybody kind of does their own thing. So not necessarily everybody's going to be at Summer Games Fest. Like, yeah, I doubt we'll see much PlayStation or Sony there. They always do their own own thing. But uh, we'll see. I, I always look forward to, to that. To that stuff. It's like growing up, it was almost like second Christmas, right? Like getting to watch all these game announcements and stuff. It, yeah. it still kind of feels yeah. that way. I always, I always say this, dude. Like, <laughs> like I remember, like turning on G four for the E three stuff. Like, it's good, good times, man. Good times. I love it. Yes, sir. All right. What do we got next? All right. Next up, Crytek hires Hitman three director to lead Crisis four. So Crytek announced back in January that Crisis four was real and in the early stages of development. But since then, they've kind of stayed quiet on the sequel. But this week, uh, they revealed that the game now has a new director. They revealed on Twitter that Hitman 3 game director at IO Interactive, Matthias Engstrom, will direct, or will direct Crisis 4. Uh, and this is what the, the tweet uh, contains. And it says, We are happy to announce that Matthias Engstrom, known for his work as game director of Hitman 3 at IO Interactive, joins the Crisis family as game director for the fourth installment of the Crisis franchise starting this week. Um, So I haven't played Hitman 3, but I hear it was, I mean, I hear that all three of like the newer ones have been pretty good, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, So I can only imagine that this is a good get for them. Uh, you know, for for Crisis, I also haven't played any of the Crisis games, so I can't really speak on this too much. But Josh, you got any thoughts on this? Because I know you uh, played some of them. I played the uh, the Crisis games are fun, man. You get to think of it almost like you're kind of like Iron Man almost, except you're with a squad of dudes in this badass armor that you can juice up with all these different abilities, like being having stronger armor or super strength. Uh, you could. I remember in the first game, you could run around. And you just grab people like Vader style by the throat, and you just fucking lift them and throw them in the air. And just send them flying in the air. Ah, oh, it was so much fun. They're just they're like dumb sci-fi action games. It's like you know, it's right. it's it's. And I say dumb. They're not even that dumb. They have a neat little story. Um. But but yeah, um, I don't really have a lot of thoughts. I didn't play Hitman Three. Um. I don't think I played. I get a little confused on it because like they they did like Hitman one and then like two and then they're kind of like and then three and they're all kind of like merged in like one thing almost. I feel like. Uh, so I don't think I played the third one. I think I I watched a lot of people play Hitman because it's pretty funny to watch people play Hitman. Come up with all the different ways to kill people. Uh, gotcha. But yeah, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I, I I know I know they have like the Crisis. Uh, what is it? The remastered trilogy or whatever. I'll have to get that at some point and play through those games because I yeah I never, I, yeah, I I missed out when the when the original huh. one came out and all that and the other, the the sequels obviously. So I you know I never have never played through. I, them. I think I they would be good. Um, 
in between game for you? Like you just finish something heavy with like a story and you just want to shoot some guys? Like mm-hmm. Crisis is probably be your your playground type of game. Cool, cool. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to keep that in mind because yeah, there's I do I got a lot of games planned uh, coming, so that that'd be nice to have something where you could just you know not like it has a story, but it, like you don't you don't have to like stress about like you know mm-hmm. playing through a hundred fucking whatever hour game, right? Because I got I I think I have a few of those coming up, but anyway, uh yeah, so th- that's cool. Yeah, I'll I'll try them out at some point. All right, what's next? Next up, we have some more uh, sequel news, and this is also a fourth game in the series, but for this time, we are talking about Mafia 4 because it is an, a new Mafia game is in development. Uh, Hangar 13's uh, boss leaves, but uh, they are still have a new game in development. So Lucasfilm, or LucasArts veteran Hayden Blackman ha- has left the troubled 2K studio with Mafia 4 early in development. Uh... They announced it uh, last Wednesday that uh, they wrote an email uh, to the to the staff saying that uh, he is going to pursue his passion at a new endeavor. Uh, and, but but like I said, in addition to this, they are also in development for a new uh, mafia game. Uh, they thank Hayden's leadership in establishing Hangar Thirteen, uh, building you. Building and uniting teams in Novato, Brighton, and, and Czech, and they're re- releasing multiple student-defining mafia games and collections. 2K wrote in an internal communication shared with uh, Venture Beat and others, uh, other places. Um, uh, they uh, they didn't mention that Matthew Urban, Hangar 13 chief operating officer, has also left the studio. Uh, which apparently he said something about his departure over on LinkedIn. Uh, but uh, yeah, this is a uh, this is interesting. I, mo- I I most recently played the third game, like I guess like summertime of last year, like almost a year ago, and it was all right. Like I I think Mafia Three was just like the story wasn't bad, but like the gameplay just got very repetitive, and I just like after a while, I was like I just wanted to just be done with the game. Um, I played Mafia Two like. I think almost when it came out like years ago like whenever that came out i still haven't played the original mafia i have it i have to just slot it into my uh my uh upcoming games but i definitely uh definitely i'm gonna be playing the first one here at some point so i'm excited to get into that uh but yeah what do you uh what are your thoughts on a on a mafia four josh <clears throat> I'm all in. I love Mafia games. I wasn't as crazy over Mafia 3. I really enjoyed 2. And I I love the original Mafia. Like, before the remake Mafia um, game. Uh, and I haven't even tried, like, the, the, the remake that they did of 1 or, or any of that stuff. But um, I always liked the Mafia games. I wanted to do well and be not crap. So... Uh, like I was always big into like. Otherwise, like this as a kid, you know, watch the History Channel. Always watch like mobsters and shit like that, where they're talking about the history of the mob and 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 stuff mm-hmm. like that. And uh, <clears throat> since I've been watching the offer, it has the mob in it. It's because um, they had uh, issues with getting the Godfather made. So 
Uh, but yeah, I uh, I'm all for it. Like as long as they don't make it boring, you know, I'm in. Yeah. Hell yeah! Sounds good. All right. Uh, next thing we have here is that according to the PSN listing, Gotham Knights could have four-player co-op. Uh, if again, if a PlayStation Network store listing for the game is to be believed. But uh, Gotham Knights is the upcoming game, the upcoming DC game, uh, where you can play as either Nightwing, Batgirl, Robin, or Red Hood. Uh, it was revealed back in 2020. Uh, however, they were originally saying that co-op support only up to two players. But as it says here in the listing on PlayStation Plus, it, you know, it has uh, up to four online players uh with ps plus which you know obviously you need playstation plus if you're going to play online on playstation but this is exciting i i for me i hope they add four player co-op because it makes all the sense you have four characters why not do four player co-op why only make it just two people you know what i mean like that that doesn't that would be kind of lame so i for one hope that this is true because we can get our gotham night squad together and get rolling I know Josh probably wants to be Nightwing. Yeah, dude. Uh, I will. I, I will gladly take uh, the Red Hood, and then we got two other, you know, two other spots open. So let, let, let's get it, man. I can I seriously cannot wait for this game though. It comes out in October, I believe. And uh, yeah, I, I'm just super, super looking forward to this. I hope that it being up to four players is true. You know, it's uh, actually been. Yeah. <clears throat> I was sitting here thinking about it as you were reading and talking about it. It's like. We haven't seen a whole lot of it, really. We only saw, like, the one trailer, right? Like, the one, like, the actual gameplay thing. Yeah, they had the gameplay walkthrough, like, and they had, like, a, they had, like, a trailer for it. But, yeah, I mean, there hasn't really been a whole lot since then. Um, yeah. which, which would make me think maybe they went back and maybe they did retool it for four people, and they haven't... Uh... I mean, I hope so. That'd be ba- That'd be great. Like it would kind of lead you to believe that a little bit if that is true. It, may, it would also make sense them delaying the game because originally it was mm-hmm. gonna come out sooner than October. That's true. So if so if that's what they did, then I will I will uh, applaud them and, and and for for that because that yeah. is definitely what we want to see. So uh, Warner Brothers Montreal definitely uh, keep doing your thing, and I I will be look super looking forward to this. I can't wait to play it. So. Well, we're going to find a, out, um, to add on to that, we're going to find out some stuff tomorrow about it because they have a thing tomorrow. Did you see this on Twitter? No, I haven't. All right, here you go. Mission update from the Belfry Nightwing and Red Hood Powers Club tomorrow, 6 a.m. PT. So they're going to have something tomorrow. I don't know what the fuck that means. Okay, um, well, that's, that's exciting. That's very exciting. I, I and they posted this... They posted this image on Twitter as well, and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty dope." It's uh, it's Daniel and I playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at uh, that for real. Yeah, Red Hood and Nightwing. Let's go, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that's that's so hype, dude! I can't wait. Uh, so yeah, we'll have some sort of info tomorrow, um, and I guess we'll talk about it next week, depending on how good it is. I hope it's juicy. I hope it's. Yeah, yeah. I hope it's. I hope it's good news. Indeed, indeed. That would be, that would be good. 
because I can't wait to see more of that. I'm I'm super excited. That's one of my most anticipated games of the year for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last thing that I have here though is that uh, EA announces a new Lord of the Rings mobile RPG. Uh, so this would be exciting if it wasn't a mobile RPG, in my opinion. So uh, mm-hmm. here's uh, <laughs> here's what they have to say though. Uh, we are incredibly excited to partner with the Saul Zayance Company and Middle Earth Enterprises on the next generation of mobile role-playing games. EA's Vice President of Mobile RPGs, Malachi Boyle, writes in a press release. The team is filled with fans of The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, and each day they bring their tremendous passion and talents together to deliver an authentic experience for players. The combination of high-fidelity graphics, cinematic animations, and stylized art immerses players in the fantasy of middle earth where they'll go head to head with their favorite characters ea says heroes of middle earth will feature immersive storytelling turn-based combat deep collection systems and a wide roster of characters from the, across the vast universe of lord of the rings and the hobbit uh they also say that players will be able to battle through iconic stories from the world of tolkien fighting against the great evils of middle earth too uh so yeah, the uh, the game is in active development by veteran by a veteran team of experts in the mobile RPG genre. Capital Games, uh, The Lord of the Rings: Heroes of Middle Earth represents the first mobile game developed by EA, inspired by storylines, locations, characters, and lore from Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit literary works. So there you go. The game is called uh, Heroes of Middle Earth. Um, and uh, it's going to be developed by EA's Capital Games, which also did Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Um, yeah, well, that's that's the news on that. Good I, news, I, guys. If, if you like Lord of the Rings, it's okay. You're going to get to play Gollum at some point eventually. I'm sure we're all excited <laughs> out of our fucking minds to play that. Oh, um, boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. instead of a cool RPG on PC, they've decided to put it on mobile, which is... Thanks. You really know what we want, guys. Thank you. This is a pure money grab because mobile. Yeah, what the what the hell, Lord of the Rings? Like, I don't, I don't understand, man. Why, why they would do this on mobile, and then the the Gollum game is like the big, you know, fucking fucking stupid is what it is. This is stupid. This is stupid. All right. There it is. Stupid. I I agree. I agree. So. Anyway, if you don't got anything else, man, that, let me look here because I think we, week. I, I think we got like uh, just a couple of things I found. Um, okay, there, there's gonna be a Dead Space remake developer stream on May twelfth, um, okay. at ten a.m. Pacific time, over on their Twitch Twitch TV slash Motive Studio. Um, here I'll, I'll throw it up on screen for you guys so you can actually see the the tweet. Let me throw it up there for you. Um, it says, "Who turned out the lights? Join at Mudo Studio for our latest developer live stream focused on art. So it's not going to do like any gameplay or anything. I guess to just show off some of the art yeah. from it. Um, May twelfth at ten a.m. But if you're into the Dead Space, you get to you'll get to see that. I guess. Um. Oh God, I hit a button. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, okay, we're good. Um, uh, da, 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 da. 
Uh, I have an article about that Disney Dreamlight Valley thing. Remember when we were talking about that? The, the, the yeah, yeah, Crossing yeah, yeah, Disney? yeah. So this mm -hmm. just dropped an hour ago. I'll give you a link to it, Daniel. That way you can see it, oh, too. Oh, cool, cool, yeah. Um, Let's check it out. It says, Disney Dreamlight Valley is the perfect Stardew Valley slash Animal Crossing life sim hybrid. Uh. It says, having this is over on PC Gamer, by the way. Um, it says, having grown up in the era of Disney of the Disney's film Renaissance, I am well versed in all things mouse. I know many songs by heart, have watched every animated movie, and have visited Disney World on more than one occasion. But that, but what's never gelled with me is Disney games. The last one I enjoyed was Toy Story 2 for the PlayStation. Wow. Disney Dreamlight Valley feels like a Disney game created just for me. It com combines all the things I love most in games. Live sim, intricate character creation, a big map, adventure, narrative-driven stories, and very cute critters. There's licensed voice acting and music throughout and many, many Easter eggs to find that Disney files among, uh, for the Disney files among you. It's a Disney game made with millennials and Gen Xers in mind. Into the unknown! The Dreamlights Valley's mysterious ruler has departed, and in their absence, the forget, uh, forgetting began. Ghastly night thorns grew all over biomes, uh, all over the biomes, and characters retreated to their homes and into the Dream Castle. With most losing their memories, it's up to you, Dreamlight Valley's magical savior, to restore the memories of its inhabitants and rid the world of the forgetting. There's no combat in Dreamlight Valley. Rather, you'll use your magic to destroy the Night Thorns and complete quests by helping various creature characters in each biome, such as searching for their lost items. Helping characters is also the way to unlock royal tools, which will help you on your way to saving the valley. Sounding like a pretty basic fairy tale adventure so far, right? Well, not quite. With 40-plus hours of the of main story being promised, there is also a unique character quest that will unlock tools, such as a fishing rod or shovel, and special rewards depending on your friendship level with said character. There are realms hidden behind doors in the Dream Castle that function as many biomes where you will need to solve increasingly difficult puzzles to unlock even more characters. Around two-thirds of Dreamlight Valley's content will be available when the early access period begins later this summer, with more being added throughout the year. One of the key elements of Dreamlight Valley is self-expression, whether that's with a snazzy outfit or a total rearrangement of one of the many biomes across the map. The aim is to become a Disney princess, but rather... Or sorry, is it to become a Disney princess, but rather to express your love of Disney in your own way. Of course, there are many costumes to let you cosplay as Elsa if you wish, but originality is encouraged. The sandbox elements of Dreamlight Valley have you cooking, farming, collecting resources, and more through interacting with characters such as Goofy. It's a bit of an electric mix of Dragon Quest Builders 2 versus Animal Crossing as you need to assist characters to unlock the tools you need. This article is very long, so I'm not going to read all of it, guys, but that's yeah, a little no, preview for you. Yeah, no, we don't need to read all that. Go, uh, go check it out if you're, when you saw it. It's basically it in the chat. <laughs> a review of like or a preview of somebody who's played tried the game somebody on. got a lot of time with it it looks like though i was and not expecting sounds, the article to be that long <laughs> it sounds pretty cool so yeah uh go go check it out that just got posted so that's why it wasn't in the news that's like that's breaking news for you guys um pretty much so go check that out if you want to other than that daniel 
we can move on because I do not believe there's anything right. else. Well, let's go ahead and move on then. Let's do it. All right. So, for the TV news, we have a few things here. Uh, first of which is that the House of Dragon, the HBO Game of Thrones prequel series, has dropped another trailer along with some posters. So, if you want to throw up the posters first, Josh, before we watch the trailer, it's all yeah, in that same link there. there. Just there. Uh, pop it open there. So we have character posters uh, for Rhaenyra uh, Targaryen, uh, uh, Daemon Targaryen, uh, Ceres, Otto Hightower, Alicent Hightower, uh, Corliss Valerian, uh, Rhaenys Targaryen, Kristen Cole, Missaria, and uh, that that is it. Oh wow, this there's a lot. Swapping between these are a pain because it's not like I can just swap between them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So here's so, that one. Check them out. So that's the uh, the Matt Smith Damon Targaryen one. He seems like he's I I so I don't know much about like what's going on in these uh in this I don't you know either. point of time. Uh, someone in my YouTube comments for my reaction to this video said that this takes place about 200 years before the Game of Thrones series, which is something I didn't know. So now I know. But uh, yeah, it's obviously House or House of the Dragon. Obviously, is you know this show is going to focus on the Targaryens. Um, so that'll be interesting. I'm I'm curious how things are gonna you know like what's gonna happen because I I don't I never read any of the you know the books or anything like that. So this is all going to be new to me. I like some of the actors we have in this show. Um, so I'm, I'm curious how it's going to go because I, it's, I know nothing like literally nothing. So I, it's, it, I'm just going to be, I'm going to go along for the ride. But those are all the character posters. Uh, some of you out there listening or watching may know more about this than us, but, uh, I'm here for this. This is going to be uh, August 21st, the release date. We are like, what, three months away? Oh, God, I'm hitting all the oh. wrong buttons. Jesus. Yeah, we're about three months away from this. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll definitely be checking it out when it drops. And I'll let you guys know uh, how it goes. But uh, what do you think, Josh? You want to, you want, what do you think of the posters before we throw up the trailer here? Uh, they're cool. I'm not, I'll just be honest. I am not big on. I have not had no urge to go back to Game of Thrones or to step back into that world, and I think you're the same, or we're the same kind of. Um, yeah. Before any of this trailer stuff, yeah. but I was, see. but I'll, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give this show a shot. It's, it's gonna be, you know, completely different from the, from the people that did the main Game of Thrones. So. We'll, we'll give it. We'll give it a go. I'm in this trailer. It intrigued me enough. All right. Want to want to give it a go. Let us check out this trailer then. Shall we? Throw her up. All right. I got it up. You just let me know when you're ready to go. All right. So, throwing up the trailer. Uh, three. 
two, one, play. What is this brief mortal life, if not the pursuit of legacy? I, Rickon Stark. I, Corlys Velaryon. I, Foreman Baratheon. Promise to be faithful to King Viserys and to his named heir, Princess Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra Targaryen. Men would sooner put the realm to the torch than see a woman ascend the Iron Throne. We play an ugly game. You have the determination to win it. I can just see Josh's face. Um, what, what, are you, what are you thinking, Josh? What, what are you thinking? Oh, I just... I mean, it looks cool. I'm going to check it out and stuff. I just... I, I had watched it already, so... Um, oh, okay. I just yeah, didn't I react thought, to I it. I thought you hadn't seen it yet. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I saw it when it when it dropped. Um, gotcha, gotcha. I Actually, what you probably saw was me experiencing back pain. Um, but yeah, it, oh, it's, sorry. <laughs> it wasn't the show. Uh, the... Um, I think it looks fine. It's just I haven't really had that urge to yeah. kind of go back to it. That's all. Uh, uh, when I no, say go back to it, this is a whole new thing, and it's not fair to judge that based on something that came before it and all that. And as this is completely new people, completely new people running in, completely new deal. I think it looks neat. Of what I was thinking during that show, I was like really focused on the Targaryens. I was just sitting here thinking the incest is coming because that's what they fucking do. And it's like, <laughs> oh my god, it's gonna be. <laughs> You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that—that's what uh, was in my head every time I saw, you know, somebody with the white hair. Um, yeah, that's funny, man. Um, but but yeah, I think it looks fine. Um, the music's hype. I love the the music. So you can say whatever you want about the Game of Thrones series and all that stuff, but the music throughout all of it was always fantastic and loved it all very much. And it seems like they still got the badass music in this. So, yeah, yeah, I think it looks neat. I'll check. It. I'll be checking it out. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll just, definitely be checking that out. Uh, it just fascinates me how the ending of the of Game of Thrones, you know, the OG Game of Thrones, how that just killed so much of the hype for me for so long. It's you, so I've I never mean, had anything like that before. I mean, I think it was the same for a lot of people because, like, I don't remember another show like in recent history. That literally everybody and their moms was talking about, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, it ended and nobody, not a soul, has, like, given it, like, has talked about it, like, since, dude. Like, it's just one of those things, like, everybody was all about. And then now it's, like, who 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 messes, like, like you know what I mean? Like, who, who messes with that? Who Who's... 
who's 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 brought up Game of Thrones? Like nobody, dude. Like it's just crazy to me, like how it was such a big thing in pop culture, and now like since it's ended, like not a not a peep. Wow, dude. Like it just I'm trying to think of other things like like that, and I I can't, man. Like it just like like it's just crazy to me because like everybody used to talk about Game of Thrones. I was somebody that came to Game of Thrones pretty late in its run. Like, I think I started watching Game of Thrones, I want to say, right before the last two seasons. So, I think the I, I caught up and watched the first six seasons. And then I watched the last two live. Which, in my opinion, are about the worst two seasons. Yeah. So it was unfortunate that I started. I I wasn't on it from the beginning. I watched it because I didn't have HBO. I watched it starting around season three is when I started watching GOT. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's just anyway. This is going to be a whole completely different thing, not the same showrunners, so yeah. I'm I'm hopeful for that. Uh, but yeah, we'll uh we'll see how it goes. Um I wonder what the budget was. You know, because they're banking on the GOT, they're going to have dragons like right out the gate. Like, yeah, shit we'll ain't cheap. Yeah, you got to have dragons for sure. Mhm. Yeah, I don't so, know. We'll we'll see. But yeah, that's uh, that's House of the Dragon. Um, moving on, here's something that we're both that we are both definitely excited about. We have a date announcement for season five of Cobra Kai, baby. Cobra Kai. They, uh, Cobra Kai. They, re- Cobra Kai. they released the. Uh, they have a little video on the, on the YouTube. Uh, so let's go ahead and check before, out. It's about a before minute. we hit play. Before we hit play, wow. guys, if you have not seen season four, I'm going to assume there's spoilers in this thing. Yeah. Come back in a couple minutes, because let me tell you something. Cobra Kai is worth watching without being spoiled. So if you haven't it's seen so it, good. I'm assuming so, there's Cobra spoilers Kai in here. So good. I haven't actually watched this yet, funnily enough. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, let's check well, this out, Daniel. Let's check it out. Ready? Three, two, one, play. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. It's okay, Loki. It's okay to be wrong. <laughs> well, this is definitely spoilers from last year. Yeah, this is massive spoilers. <laughs> Today is a turning point at Cobra Kai. Our competition oh, has go. closed up shop. And the only thing better than a full dojo is a whole valley of full dojos. Come join us. Oh dear. This is what we're up against. I know hey, chosen. isn't afraid of putting kids in harm's way. And that's why I have to take him down. You're playing with fire, Danny boy. And I am gasoline. Oh damn, yeah, chosen. Hey, chosen. <laughs> do you even have a plan? Of course I do. I'll ask around if anyone saw Miguel. That's the big plan. No dang, so, so Johnny and Robbie are going to find the game. We have a shot at making things right. Hey, we're not 
friends. We never will be. There's only one way to end this. Yeah. We have to cut the head off the snake. Badass. I told you not to play with fire. There you go, Cobra Kai 5. Hey, whoa, no, 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 I didn't mean literally cut his head off. <laughs> so, September 9th, I'm excited for this because I love the show, and it's a day before my birthday, so it's going to be a good birthday present for me this year. Cobra Kai 5, let's go, baby. Let's I go. That so looks hyped about so... This. That was cool, man. I, that, there was a lot of stuff I was not expecting to see so much from the new season in there, actually. I figured it'd be like, you know, here's a you little crazy type of deal. You know what's crazy about this? This is not even a trailer. This is just a date announcement. All they did was announce the date, and they showed all of that. That's nuts. This could have been a whole trailer, dude. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, re- I didn't react to this because I didn't think it was gonna have all this in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. I would have, I would have reacted to it if I had known they would have had this stuff in it. But anyway, uh, it was. Yeah, I can't wait, man. I'm. I, love I was not expecting that much. I really was not. Um. Everybody's looking good. We see Miguel in there, and I know some people last season were like, "He looks like he's put on some weight." But we all talked about like how he's obviously was bulking for Blue Beetle. Here yeah. he looks like kind of like his old self. So, um, uh, I I can't wait. Cobra Kai. I love Cobra Kai. All right, it has it obviously it's had some moments that weren't necessarily great, but for the most part they've been consistently good through all four now. Hopefully five seasons. Um, yeah. And I was on that train from the beginning, baby. Even when it was on YouTube. Um, Josh was on it. that train from the start. For sure. And I'm glad more people are watching it now and love it. Uh, especially since it's coming to Netflix and more people have gotten a chance to look at it. You motherfuckers better not cancel this shit before it's done. <laughs> I'll be mad. I gotta, I'll do a one-man picket line. Bring back Cobra Kai. Bring this it back. so good. <laughs> yeah. All yeah, right. that, that was that was great. I, I I can't wait, man. That's pretty hype. <laughs> uh the last thing I got here is the Star Wars account over on Twitter tweeted out an image simply which simply has a chair and a little Dave Filoni cowboy hat on it. And it says Ahsoka, an original series, starts production today. So as of today, they are beginning production on the Ahsoka show. And I can't wait. Look at look Dave Filoni's little cowboy hat with the little fucking is that a wolf pin on it or something? I believe anyway, it is. That yeah, it is. That looks so I, I, I can't wait, man. I'm I'm the 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 potential for what they could do in this show is very exciting. Ooh. We know some of the people that have been cast in this already. So I I can't wait, man. I, I I'm I'm just super, super looking. What would you say ooh for Josh? What would you say? Uh, what, what'd you I do? was I was checking at some news while you were talking about that. I was checking at some news and there's been a teaser trailer drop that we're gonna need to talk about probably. Um mm. uh, that dropped thirty minutes ago. But finish up with Ahsoka, or if you're done with it, we can we can Yeah, no, uh, that that's that's all I had to say. Uh, we can we can move on unless you got some throw in there so, real quick. So here's the thing. Thirty seven minutes ago, we got a Westwood season four. Uh, sorry, Westworld season four teaser trailer. No. 
if we want to check that out on stream. Well, let's check it out. Yeah, because I have uh, not. Uh, obviously, we've been streaming, so I haven't been able to check it out. So let's give it a go, man. Let's check it out. Uh, I uh, I like Westworld. Uh, I think I like season one probably the most. So far, the other seasons have kind of been like steadily just, you know, dropping. But uh, for me, at least. But yeah, I don't know. We'll, uh, we shall see what this new one. Uh, looks like so daniel i'm gonna mute myself for a second so only you can hear me so Oh, guys, we're gonna wait. Right. All right, you can hear us again. We're gonna wait. We're gonna wait on this trailer, guys, because it's unlisted, and we do not want to get one. We don't want to get the stream in trouble if this isn't something that should be shown yet. And two, we don't want to get our YouTube in, or Daniel's YouTube in trouble because it's where he hosts stuff at. So we're gonna pass on that for now. Plus, if you want it, I'm sure when it comes out, we'll do reactions for it. So well, we'll, uh, we will, we will, we will check it out when it when it's um... yeah. When it's like you know unlisted or you know or, or listed actually. When it's so. officially out, I do not yeah. want to do a thing that is not officially out, and and get our yeah. butts in trouble or anyway. So, um, whenever they want to show it to us, we'll, we'll 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 give we'll give it we'll give it a go. We'll we'll check it out. So I didn't realize it was unlisted, or I wouldn't have even mentioned it, uh, because yeah. Anyways, yeah. we can move on to uh, the movie news. That's our uh, that's our that's our. TV news. So yeah, if you want to go ahead and and switch the title over, we will talk about the movies. Yeah, uh, which we have. Uh, we had a couple things here, not nothing too much. But we'll, we'll probably be able to wrap up the movie news here very quickly as well. Um, yeah. So first thing we got here is a quick little poster, a new poster for Pixar's Lightyear. Oh, I think this movie uh, looks great. Out June seventeenth. And uh, I think it's a pretty neat looking poster. You got like I guess the main crew in the cover. You got Zerg looming in the background with all his you know robot dudes, and then yeah, you know you got the little installation facility down below where they shoot the rocket up where Buzz you know goes off on his journey. So uh, I think it's pretty pretty good, pretty pretty de pretty decent poster. Um, but yeah. I know we're right. both uh, looking forward to checking this movie out. So yeah, yeah, not, it looks not, great. Not, not long now, a month away also. It's, so it's only going to be in theaters. Uh, I I don't know how long until it, it comes to Disney Plus. I kind of want to see it in theaters to be honest. It looks great. I might take the nephew. We might go watch this. There you go. Um, very cool. Uh, the next thing we got here is that James Gunn has announced uh. Production on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 has wrapped. And he also is teasing the appearance of an unannounced actor in the latest film. Uh, so he tweeted out some pictures uh, with some captions or with some words on the tweet. Uh, and it says, and that's a wrap. And that's a picture wrap on Guardians of the Galaxy Trilogy. I love this amazing cast and crew and their beautiful talent and kind souls. I'm a lucky human to have them to have them on the journey with me for nearly a decade. Uh, 
And yes, Zoe was with us, but the only picture I have <laughs> with her has an unannounced actor with us. Uh, <laughs> so there you have it. Uh, so he's he's teasing that his his wife Jennifer Holland is going to be in the movie, which if you guys have watched Peacemaker, you know he threw her in there as well. Her character's pretty cool in the Peacemaker TV show, and and and, and she's in the latest Suicide Squad as well. Uh but yeah, so it was. I guess it was only a matter of time before he he, he put her in Marvel, and uh, it, it's it ha- it's happened now. So. The, the the first picture is pretty cool. You have like uh, you got it's his brother, Palm Clementef, who plays uh, uh, Mantis, and you got James himself, Chris Pratt, Star Lord, Karen Gillan's Nebula, and then you got Dave Bautista's Drax over there. So that's a pretty cool little rap rap picture for them. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that they have been almost at this for almost a decade. Like. Mm-hmm. I'd imagine they started filming like what 2013 Guardian or you know 20 or yeah maybe 2012 2013 around there for because uh, the movie came out in 2014 the first Guardian so yeah it's been almost 10 years that's kind of nuts man because I remember when the first Guardians was about to come out like I I, I knew like uh, like I knew about the Guardians of the Galaxy like probably more than most people but I wasn't like super knowledgeable about them, right? But I mean, I, I like I said though, I would still consider myself more knowledgeable about them at the time, and and you know, uh, than than most you know, everyone else. But I remember looking forward to it, and it was like one of those movies that like Marvel, like we, I guess you know, people at the time were like, is this movie gonna do well? Because like, who the fuck, you know, what's the Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Like Marvel's trying new things. And I remember it being like a huge success at the time. I remember it came out like in August of 2014, I believe. And it was, yeah, it was, uh, it was a huge success. And here we are now, man. So congrats to them. They've been on this journey for nearly a decade. So that's pretty cool that they've kind of culminated their, their journey with this crew, you know, after almost 10 years. So pretty dope, pretty dope. Last thing we got here is we have uh, a I haven't seen this yet. It dropped only earlier today. But the Avatar, the Way of the Water teaser trailer has been announced. So Avatar 2, Josh, we have a trailer for it. I yes. haven't seen this. So I, I don't know if you have, but we I'm gonna be checking I this have, out for the first time. I saw it at, at Multiverse of Madness, they played it. Um, ah, okay. So, so Josh actually saw it at the theater. So I did. this is my first time seeing this. So I don't know what to expect. I don't know what we're going to see. I have only seen the first movie a few times, and it's been years since I've seen it. So we're going to go ahead and check this out. So uh, three, two, one. My live reaction is going to be a go. Lightstorm Entertainment. Blue person, just so we know we're back in Avatar. Right. Blue water, just so you know we're back in Avatar. <laughs> blue dude flying on a blue creature, just so you know we're back in Avatar. <laughs> a lot of blue. Giant trees and shit. We're back in Avatar, baby. 
Look at that, swimming in the water. Yeah, this is, this is a very blue trailer. This, December, even the words, man, look at that. What the hell is that, dude? Man, I really need to rewatch the first movie because I don't know what I don't know what's going on here. I don't remember what's happening. They got bows and guns and water creatures and I know one thing. Wherever we go. This family. Avatar, the way of the water, and uh, there it is. So my 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 thoughts on this are: this definitely is the way of the water because it is blue as shit. <laughs> this entire trailer is so goddamn blue. You would uh, you would think you hear that 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 song in your head. You know you know the one I'm talking about. I I don't know. It, it's uh, I, for me. It's like I haven't seen the first movie in so long. That I don't even know what the hell is going on here. Like, there's the blue guys have like guns and like bows, and like I don't remember, like, I don't I don't really call really what I mean visually it looks beautiful, I'll give it that. Like, just visually, it looks absolutely like stunning, you know. Like it just the, the, the which makes sense because the technology, you know, the last movie came out in 09. This one's coming out this year. And like it's just, you know, natural progression of, of the technology of, of you know everything that we've had is is obviously it's gonna look better. But yeah, I don't know story wise and like everything. I don't, I, I can't really speak because I don't know. I don't remember the movie, the first one. But it look it looks beautiful. Um, and yeah, I, I it looks it just looks like Avatar. Like I don't know, you know, what else what else to add on to it. Uh, I'll probably give it a go. Um, I need to rewatch the first movie though. But uh, what do you think, Josh? When you saw it for the first time in the theater, I imagine you could see you get to see it in its full glory, right, on a big, big screen. So you get to see all the blueness and, and heavy detail. Yeah, I um, I don't hate it. Uh, I'm just not really like I'm not. Nor am I hyped for it. I'm just in like a I'm in yeah, like I a neutral gear, um, or any of that. I think it looks neat. You know, I'll probably check it out when it comes along. Obviously, I need to see more trailers. And stuff yeah. that come along. Um, I assume like the guns and stuff that they kind of have is just like leftover stuff from like that first movie. I assume there's gonna be some sort of time jump. Uh, I uh, there's gotta be like from that first movie. Um, and uh, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of I want to see more. I'm kind of curious. I'm not hype about it, but I think it looks neat. I guess. Um, uh, I I try to give everything a a fair shot. Uh, yeah i remember when the original came out it was like it was breaking all the records and it was all the rave and everybody was talking about it all the time and then it just you like watching 3d and, you know, and then james cameron would that. not shut up about all the sequels he wanted to do and never did any of them told like and, 20 years and, later and now he's doing like <laughs> fucking five of them and this is like the first one of the four or whatever you know mm -hmm. like, anyway, there's a lot uh yeah that's kind of my thoughts i don't really have any i'm very neutral on it yeah i mean i think we both are because again i just it's been so long for me since i've seen the first one that i don't really have too many strong opinions on it but um 
Also, that first movie yeah, is very I mean, long. I hope these sequels aren't. I don't. Is it? How long is the first? One? I don't remember. I feel, I feel like it's long. long. I'm look, curious I'm gonna, now. I'm I want to know. I'm gonna look it up. Felt like it was long as shit. Where's the fucking runtime of this thing? Two forty-two. Is that what it is? Two hours forty-two minutes. Is it really? I feel like that movie's two hours like, and forty I minutes. Mean, yeah, that's still pretty long. <laughs> that is that that is that is long. Yeah. Uh, that's a long movie. That is long. Yeah. I'm um, like, I knew it was pushing like almost to three hours. It's almost a three-hour movie. That's a long movie. That is long. Um, I don't. Why, why man? Hope these sequels aren't that long. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't remember it being that long. But I mean, I I haven't seen it in years, so I don't remember a lot about it. So I just that just go just tells you, man. It goes to show I don't know what the hell is. And I also always think of this is totally off topic. Whenever they say the name of the planet Pandora, I just think of Borderlands too. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I'm like, where's the vault dwellers at? You know, yeah, where's fucking handsome Jack and all the yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's from a. That's where my brain goes. Uh, yeah. Um, I think that's it for the news, guys. Um, yeah, that's all we got. So that'll wrap up our news portion of the show. I am going to take a quick break, mostly because I need to grab a snack. I haven't eaten anything all day, and I need to go potty and all that stuff. So we'll I'll put some music on. It won't be very long. We'll be right back. I'll run some ads so we can disable the, the pre-rolls. Uh, and you guys can get up and stretch your legs and stuff. And we'll be right back with Winning Time and Moon Knight. Yes, um, sir. So we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. All right, everybody. We are back from our break. Sorry it was a little longer than we are, that I anticipated because I actually had food waiting for me. So I just ate my food uh, on the break really quick. Cause I was I was starving. I'll be honest. I was I could have could have ate a horse. All right, it is time for our main topics, which is going to be winning time and moon night. We're going to start with winning time. Let's start this off. Let me get the main topic it. text up there. All right. So we're starting with winning time. Uh, the Rise of the Lakers Dynasty, uh, a show on HBO Max. Um, it just ended, I believe, yesterday, uh, with the last episode dropping. Uh, I'm trying to adjust the text here. So there was 10 episodes in the season for a winning time. And uh, it premiered on March 6th. And then they, there was an episode weekly from then until uh, yesterday. So this is a show based off of the 1979-1980 NBA world champion Los Angeles Lakers um which I am a fan of the team in real life uh and obviously going into this I know who some of these people are uh like who 
you know the the people that these actors are supposed to be portraying right so mm-hmm. uh so yeah uh again like i said based off the 79 80 lakers squad um magic johnson's rookie year older kareem but the start of the showtime uh era um so yeah uh what did you think about it josh what uh first or first of all would you think they were gonna like when 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 we were talking about watching the show right mm-hmm. um would you think this was gonna like be about like how you know how'd you think it was gonna go and then like did you did you end up enjoying it or, or did you end up liking it or or and like did you think it was gonna go the way it was gonna go uh but yeah, go ahead and, and and speak on this for a little bit because, like I said, I knew like for me some of the things that happened in the show, I already know what's gonna happen because it happened in real life. But yeah. we'll get we'll get into that a little bit. So go ahead uh, for somebody who's kind of an outsider on the in the NBA basketball world, you know, yeah. like what, what was your what was your thoughts or perspective on this on this show? Uh, so I'm gonna start off with saying I like it. Um... I, I think I even said it a few weeks ago on the podcast before it was even done. I was like, I like this show. Um, like Daniel says, I'm not I'm not huge into the basketball stuff. Uh, I think I saw I saw trailers for this, and that's kind of what got me interested in it. Um, so I knew kind of like it was gonna follow Magic Johnson, who I know I know of Magic Johnson. Like obviously, because I feel like that's a name that you. Here quite a bit, like even if you're not in the basketball, you know the name because it was he was a huge star, right? So yeah, um, along with uh, Kareem, um, I enjoyed it a lot. I uh, like I know there's a lot of it that is dramatized and stuff, and, and like parts of it that aren't like true or are super exaggerated. There is, obviously, there is a yeah. lot of dramatized yeah. stuff in this. So a lot of it, yeah. Some of it is like. Anyway, we'll get into that, but continue. Yeah, but for the most part, you know, as an outsider, I enjoyed it. Um, it, it. I think the thing that it did for me was like after an episode, I'd go look up stuff, right? I'd go look up and be like, "Let's look at this game, and let's see yeah. what happened." And that's kind of how. Uh, it obviously like that's kind of how i knew like some some bits of it aren't true like there's a point where they're like they played in boston but in the game i mean in real life they didn't they didn't actually play in boston they played at the forum they played that game in the forum but they acted like they played in boston in the show for some reason i don't understand some of those decisions uh that they did with the show um but for the most part i had fun with it it was it was a is a neat little even even though you know it, it, it's not um super true to the to the actual history it it got me enough interested enough into the actual history to look that shit up when i was done cuz i wasn't into the basketball like i had no idea who jerry buss was or who you know storm and norman was uh or or any of that but that, like i looked that stuff up well, after I, I didn't know who Jerry West was or Pat Riley, any of those people. So I, I mean, I looked him up after the show, and I think that speaks to the show. Uh, 
uh, to the show's credit to get somebody that's not in the basketball really or know the history of the Lakers uh kind of interested in that in that type of stuff like here's these characters that were on this team and they went on to win the you know the championship and and, and Magic Johnson winning you know um MVP of that of that of that uh of the of the playoffs he won finals MVP in his rookie season where he also played center. Like, that's wild, dude. Like, that is insane. Mm-hmm. Like, even now, I'm like, dude, that's fucking crazy. Winning your rookie year like that, that is insanity. Also, um, this show has one of the most gnarly bat bike crashes. Bat, oh my God, bike crashes I've ever seen. Oh, Bicycle yes. crashes. He l- yeah. literally goes over the handlebars and just scrapes on the pavement. And I'm just like, yeah. oh, that's terrible. Yeah. That yeah that 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 was that was, I knew it was coming though because again I know some things that that you know, obviously occurred in real life, and I knew as soon as he was like because they kind of set it up where he's like at home on his day off or whatever mm-hmm. and, and chilling with his wife and he's like go and as soon as I saw him like doing you know in that moment I was like oh dude here it comes man as soon as he pulled out the bike I was like yep it's happening they're they're gonna do it. And they sure did, and they and that was like the end of that episode too. They ended it on like a cliffhanger, right? Where he's like, just scraped him, his face all on the fucking pavement, and that's like where it ended. So that that was that was nuts, yeah. Um, but yeah, you have uh, you know, you have you have the you have the whole squad, man. You got the uh, you know, Jerry Bus, you got Magic Johnson, you got Jerry West, you got a genie. You got uh, Norm Nixon. You got uh, Kareem, uh, Bill Sharman. Uh, you got Cookie. You know, with Magic's uh, Magic's girl. Uh, you got the you know the whole the, the whole other squad. You got you even got Magic's family, like his dad and his mom, and you know everybody back home over in Michigan and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, you got you got others like uh, Pat Riley and Chick Hearn, and you know you got the fucking. Uh, I I remember like when they were talking about this show, like when it was first being casted and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they said that Jason Se- uh, Siegel was gonna be in it, and I totally forgot he was until when I when I first saw him on screen as Paul Westhead. You know, there were a few of those moments where I was like, "Is that that's Jason Siegel? He's in this?" I'm like, and then I was like, "Who's in this?" Because it has a lot of people in it. It has John C. Riley as Jerry Buss, which is like... Which, by the way, I thought he did a fantastic job as Jerry Buss. Here's the thing with John C. Riley: A lot of us just know him from, like, comedy stuff, but he does, like, way more than that. And he's been in so many movies. Like, he's, like... He has a career... Like, a fucking long career. Uh, if you look at his, like, repertoire of films, like, quite a few. Yeah. Um... So I figured he was going to be great, and 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 I think he was. I think he was really good, um, playing uh, Jerry Bus. Who I don't really know a late, whole lot about in real life. Late but. great Jerry Bus, legendary owner in sports. You know, R.I.P. to you, man. He was. Mm-hmm. So he passed away in 2013, in real life, and uh, yeah, it was it was you know he was. He was a great owner, man. He brought us a, many, many a championship, many a great team, and uh, yeah, man, we 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 got we got Showtime because of him and 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 everybody that that was part of that. So, yeah, Jerry Buss, you know, was 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 a great dude, and and 
you know the the way they they portray, they portray him in this show. Like, I'm sure he there were there were some moments where I, where I thought like a lot of the things they did for certain people in this was like too much. Like, like for example, I thought Jerry West, Jason Clark, they they did him like so extra, dude. Like of him like being just a fucking like like he just like throwing his like trophy, you know, out of like at the yeah. end of an episode or something. I was like, that's come on, man. Like that's too much, dude. Like, sure, Jerry West has been known to be a bit of a uh, like a potty mouth or whatever, if you know, as as, as you know, uh by other people, but like he wasn't like that he isn't like or wasn't to that regard. Well, I should say isn't because he's still alive, but yeah, he just like like, and then like Chick Hearn, or another person, R.I.P. Chick Hearn. He says some stuff in this show, like there a particular moment when he's talking to Pat Riley when Pat Riley's like gonna be his like you know, uh, yeah, other commentary dude, where he called him his voice like he called him yeah. like a, an F word or something. I was like, dude, I was like, all right, listen here, Chick Hearn was an old white dude from back in the day. But I don't think he would have gone that far. Like from everything that that I that has been known about Chick, he may have done. He may have said because again, he's he was an old white guy from you know back in the day. He may have said some things that were maybe a little insensitive, because you know he just you know didn't know any better or whatever, right? But you're, like your product of the time. I don't think yeah. he. Yeah, product of the time. But I don't think he would have. I don't think he I, the way they portrayed him in the show. I was like, "Come on, dude! I don't think he would have done some of that stuff, man." Um, so yeah, to, for particular characters like that, like Chick Hearn and Jerry West, I think they went a little bit too dramatized, you know. Uh, but I mean, that's you know just the way of of, of the show, right? They're just gonna overdo things. Yeah. And you just gotta, you know, that just comes along the the, the thing, but um. Yeah, and then there was other cool moments. Like, I remember there was a game, and, like, we were playing against the San Diego Clippers, and then, like, you know, little baby Kobe was in the stands and whatnot. And, you know, I, I that is one of those things where it's, like, it's unknown if it was actually true or not because mm-hmm. Kobe's dad did play for the Clippers. So you could maybe assume that he probably was in that, was at that game as a baby. But, like, it's, you know, who knows, right? Like, it was so many years ago. Like, who who the hell, you know, 1979, like, who the hell would have, you know, who would know, right? So, but it was a cool little moment for the show, I guess. Like, you know, here's little baby Kobe. And I like how in the captions it was, like, put me in, coach, you know, even as a fucking baby. <laughs> I was like, that's cool, man. And then there was other moments, like, oh, how'd you feel about, like, L- Larry Bird being inside of Magic's head, like, fucking every episode almost since his introduction? Yeah, Larry, yeah. <laughs> Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, for the for everybody who is unaware, two they entered the league at the same time. Obviously, you see at the beginning of the show they were both drafted at the same time. They were rivals throughout their entire careers, basically. Um, Larry Larry Bird played for the Boston Celtics. Magic was a Laker. So, throughout you know their times, those two played a lot against each other. And then Magic ended up, you know, beating Larry's team in the, you know, in the college and whatnot. So those two have a long, you know, a long history, you know, battling one another. So you get to see like the, I guess the beginnings of it here in the show as like, you know, 
you get to see the real Larry Bird, and then you get to see the Larry Bird that's stuck in Magic's head a lot of the time. So what would you think yeah. of that? Well, mostly what I was trying to figure out was like, is was Larry Bird this country? Because he's super country in the fucking oh, show. <laughs> he, so he's from Indiana. So, you know, there there was a little moment in that last episode, too, where they were saying some, some shit, you know. And, mm. and I don't know if he's all the way like that, but he's like at least some country, you know. Cause yeah, yeah, I'm sure some of it's a little exaggerated and stuff like that, obviously, for entertainment value. Yeah, obviously, um, yeah. Uh, but I was like, I didn't even realize where he was from. I didn't even realize yeah, Larry there, Bird was this country like or such, anything like this. Yeah, there were such opposites. Like, you know, here's Larry Bird, you know, the white guy that from Indiana that everybody loves. And here's Magic Johnson, you know, the happy, smiley, like, you know, black dude from Michigan, right? That, like, they're, mm-hmm. they were, again, they were, like, just pitted against each other from the start, man. You know, Lakers, Celtics, two, two you know, the rivals. We're rivals. I'm a Laker fan. You can see here. I'm rocking the shirt. But um, yeah, they they just from the from the beginning always, always uh you know battling against each other. Which by the way, there was an episode. There was the fuck Boston episode. I, as as a <laughs> as a Laker fan, that is incredible. I I love I love you know seeing that and getting getting the win again. Josh was saying earlier how they played against you know they played at him against you know. Against him at the garden, but it was actually in the forum or whatever. But um, that was a great episode, just for 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 that for those reasons. Like I, I yeah, as a Laker fan, I, I I really enjoyed I really enjoyed that. You know. Um. Also, did did you know that um, the guy who plays Norm Nixon in the show is actually Norm Nixon's son. Devon is he really? Oh, I yeah. didn't. I did not realize that. No, I didn't. Know so, that. He, so he kind he kind of looks like him because he's yeah he's that that's Norm's son, you know. What the <laughs> fuck? He's Danny Dyson in Terminator Two. He's the kid. I didn't know that. What? That's cool. Wow. Yeah, a little bit of a little bit of information. He's been he's been in a few things, man. He's in the bodyguard. I should have looked at the actors. Yeah, I should have looked at the actors. I didn't look at the actors as much. I was too busy learning about the actual people to look at the actors. I yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The guy. Yeah. The the actor who played Norm Nixon is actually Norm's. Uh, yeah. Norm, that's Norm's cool. Son, so that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't realize that. That's, really that's why he's. That's why he kind of looks like him. He's, he's he got the look because he you know he literally is like as close as you can get. Um, but yeah, then you got, and then there's other things like you know, like Jerry Buss's mom, played by Sally Field. Like I'm pretty sure in real life she had already passed away years before any of this. So that was another thing that was added in just for extra dramatization, you know? Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's something yeah. that also uh, is not like accurate at all. I have no idea how. Uh close he was with his mother in real life i assume it was fairly close if they were going to do if they wanted to do that in the show even though it had already you know by the time mm-hmm. he'd become owner she was already passed away but i assume that's kind of what they wanted to kind of show was like that that is what they wanted to show and you couldn't show it if she wasn't in there so uh, obviously yeah. it gives john c Riley some great acting moments um mm-hmm. uh but yeah it's one of those things that Probably because I don't know. Obviously, my, my my I don't know for sure. Um, it's just there for the for the dramatization stuff. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 
Um, for the most part. Um, yeah. I love the opening, also... by the way. I, I know we oh, didn't the intro, get to that yeah. yet. I, I love the yeah, intro. I, I, I love. I love it. I like the uh, I I like the song as well because that mm-hmm. that's a good song and I think it fits in the intro pretty well. Uh, yeah. It's called "My Favorite Mutiny" by the Coop. It's a, it's a good song, man. I've known about that one for for. A I while, love how so. I love all the funky music. I just love it. It's it's great. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's, you're you're in the you're in the late seventies, early eighties, so you know, kind of yeah. the mix between literally 1979, 1980. So you're at the end of one decade and start of the other. So it's you know, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then, like, how'd you feel about the whole uh, Kareem stuff? You know, he had like him, like with his spirituality and all that you know kind of stuff he you know i liked it i uh, uh, i thought i I liked the episodes that focused on kareem because i don't know a lot about kareem uh yeah really to be honest um to be honest i didn't know much about anybody on the team other than like (laughs) i knew magic johnson's name and that he was a big basketball star and that was pretty much it but you'd always heard about uh kareem and I thought it was funny how they open the first time you meet Kareem, he's doing the, the airplane. Uh, oh, yeah. Movie, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, fuck which you, I, kid, which was funny. I thought I heard something <laughs> about them actually getting the directors of the movie to be in that scene, too. Or am I wrong? In thinking oh, I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe. Huh. I thought I heard something about that. Yeah, I, I don't know. But anyway. But yeah, Kareem, formerly known as Lou Alcindor, uh, you know, obviously, with his religion, he got a name change um, to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, but yeah, uh, so it, you know, it was cool seeing like the team, like you know, uh, bonding and and doing their thing, and and then at the same time, you got you know Jerry Buss's drama with his mom and like. You know, having to having to fucking take over the team because they're like, you know, they're pretty much taking a gamble by by trying to, you know, take you know take over the Lakers and whatnot because they're like they said like the entirety of the season like, yo, if we don't at least make the playoffs or the finals or whatever, like we're gonna, I don't know, if this is gonna pan out, right? It'd be bankrupt. They were they were kind of they were they were in trouble there, yeah. Um, and then you got the whole coaches thing. You have like. Jerry West, who was, you know, formerly, you know, the coach. And then you have, like, who are we going to hire? All right, let's get Jack McKinney. He was an assistant, but they would bring him in to be a, a, a head coach, which happens a lot in sports. Like, you know, a lot of, a lot of head coaches or a lot of assistant coaches kind of transition into head coaches because, you know, it's, they mm-hmm. prove themselves and whatnot. Um so you got Jack McKinney, but then we talked about his accident earlier, which kind of leaves him a little, you know, messed up for a while and uh, unable to coach, which then brings in Paul Westhead as the coach. But he's kind of getting help from Pat Riley on the side, even though he's kind of like working with Chick on the on the announcer's table. And then, you know, Westhead's like, yo, you've been helping me out. Why don't you just join me for real? And then he... You know, Pat Riley played by Adrian Brody, who I thought did did pretty well as as Pat Riley as well. Um, comes in and zooms him out, and then 
you kind of have the drama of like, all right, are we going to stick with Westhead and, and Riley or are we going to go back to Jack McKinney, you know? But then like throughout, you kind of see that McKinney's a little not all there yet, you know? Like especially when Jerry goes to visit him and he's kind of like, you know, who, who's this guy at the door, right? Yeah, that's terrible. And it's like, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's rough. I could um, feel like just, I was like, oh, this is so awkward. But at the same time, it's like, can't help it. He was in the hospital and, and, you know. Yep. Got his face scraped all over the pavement, man. He got fucked up real bad. It's bad. All I can think of is like fucking cheese grater on the face. Like, (laughs) yeah, dude. It was so bad. Like. Oof. Yeah. For sure. That was that was rough. Um and then obviously you have going back to the Celtics thing a little bit, you have not only Larry Bird being like the antagonist to magic, but you have you have Red Arbach played by Michael Chiklis, uh and you know, antagonizing Jerry Buss, because you know, he's you have the Celtics dynasty that was, you know, dominated during the fucking you know, uh, 60s and whatnot against, you know, Jerry West Lakers and, and all that. And and, uh, and now he's, you know, like talking shit on Jerry Buss, thinking, you know, like, you know who's, like, who's this guy thinking he can just come in here and and, and do anything. But uh, that was that was fun uh, seeing that as well. Um, and then what you think of some of the cameos like we had like Jack Nicholson in certain episodes. Yeah, like Paula Abdul, you know, mm-hmm. and then like uh, you know, you have David Stern, who was the uh, now in real life former commissioner, but at the time in the show, future commissioner of the NBA. Um, which you know, it, it was just cool seeing all these like you know, like oh, there's there's you know Jack Nicholson and Paula Abdul and you know, fucking uh. When when Norm was in the movies and whatnot, like, oh, here's you know this guy and that guy, you know. So yeah, yeah, we'll... it was cool. Um, the biggest one that stood out to me was the Richard Pryor one with Mike Epps playing Richard Pryor. Yeah, which who by the way didn't even realize it was Mike Epps uh, until I, I I saw the casting. I was like, wait, really? Um, I didn't realize it was him at first, but then I saw him in like the same episode later on. I was like, oh yeah, that's him. Yeah, but yeah, uh, fucking, uh, fucking Mike Epps is the Richard Pryor. Yeah, that, it was only it was only in an episode, so I I kind of almost forgot about that one. But yeah, no, it was. I think I think the reason was, I remember him, I think the reason I remember him the most is because he has like, a quite a few speaking lines with magic at mm-hmm. times. So he kind of yeah. sticks in my mind a little bit more than like, say Paula Abdul, who's just there for like a little bit, and but you don't even realize it's her yeah. till they throw up her name. Uh, like they do throughout the show. Um, yeah. And Jack Nicholson, that that cameo pop-ins are like really quick. So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, some of the, one of the things I like about the show and one that told you like, yeah, this is a dramatization. is like Jerry Bush just talking to the camera at times. Like oh, he literally yeah. is, literally, he is talking like, to you, the, the audience. Yeah. 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 Uh, like at the end where he's like, "Watch me paddle, motherfuckers!" Ain't my swan song yet. Like, he has some good yeah. quotes and, yeah, and things he talks about. Good, 
good stuff in this for sure yeah and i wish i could remember some of them but my brain is not like it's like uh, can't remember because some of these episodes i watched this i watched it week by week right so like some of these yeah, things happened maybe. a while ago so i can't remember and i should have written written them down um mm-hmm. but like one of my favorite lines is like um i can't remember which episode it is but he's talking about the the first person to to run a mile in, in like a certain oh, amount yeah, of time yeah, yeah. And he's like, do you remember yeah, the like name of the second person? Because yeah. I fucking don't. You know, like, it's right? always like, about that. Like, I was like, this qu- yeah. this line's so good. I wish I could remember it. Um, yeah, it's true, dude. Who, who remember? Yeah, that's the thing. Who remembers second or third place? It's always the first, man. <laughs> to quote uh, the great fucking, uh, which I believe, wait, did, yeah, I think he played, did he? No, no, it was, uh, no, never mind. It was, it was Will Ferrell. If you ain't first, you're last, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. Definitely, he had a lot of good, like, lines in this. That's for sure. Shake and bake, babe. Shake and uh, bake. Uh, but, yeah, then, like, they focus a lot on Genie as well because in real life, Genie is the current owner of the Lakers. Yeah, I, I was reading about there. Genie. Um, and... Yeah, for for a little bit after the passing of Jerry, it was kind of like her and her brothers, kind of like f- not really like fighting, but like seeing who would be better off. Because Jim Jim Buss for a while, which I think we see him in the last episode there uh, at the game, you know, the championship game against Philly, he was kind of in charge of the Lakers for a little bit, and he, we we were shit for a while while he was in charge. So uh, then Jeannie kind of took over and you know we we won a championship a few years ago um but yeah um anyway so yeah genie is the current like owner right now and they kind of like allude to her like you know especially when she's talking to claire right she's like oh i want to i don't want to be you know i want to be you right Uh and she's like no you're gonna be him because you know obviously in real life she's the owner now so she does become him but but yeah, that's just another cool little little thing yeah. in case people didn't know. Jeannie Buss, I was, current owner I was reading the, about uh, Jeannie, and then I realized she, she own, she's a co-owner of Women of Wrestling. She owns a wrestling promotion, uh, or cool. is a co-owner of one that like uh, was founded previously by the owner of uh, Glow, of all people. Like, ah, uh, just. Yeah, so she's like a co-owner of of that, which I is ongoing and didn't know it. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I was like, my that's worlds dope. are crossing here. Neat. Um, <laughs> there you go, man. Uh, but yeah, yeah I I, uh, I love the show. Like, it's got it's got great heartfelt moments and some heartbreaking moments, and some obviously not true moments, but uh, right. It's still fun. You, you I, also, I enjoyed it. You also get to see a lot of magics, like you know, sleeping around, and even even Jerry does a little bit of that. Like, like the moment where like he's trying to, he like gets some by basically saying, "My mom's dying," you know, with with the mm-hmm. with the caretaker lady or whatever. It's like, oh man, uh, shit, yeah. so stuff like that. And then like you know, fucking magic sleeping with uh, with his girls best friend basically you know and it's like you're having the kid it's like oh that ain't mine or whatever right so there's stuff like that and yeah i mean it's just it, it, it. and then the whole spencer haywood thing jesus man that is 
So Spencer Haywood, I don't know if he ever got like to that point. I, I and that's another thing I think was a little bit over dramatized because Spencer Haywood he is is currently alive. He's he's still around, Mm-mm. and he's not like that crazy. Uh, at least now, I mean, he's an older dude, obviously, but like he's you know he's still around. But I don't know if he ever got to the point where like let's shoot the Lakers, you know? Like no, you know, I, I, I immediately that's, when that happened, I was yeah, like, yeah, that's, that's not like, true at all. That's, that's, that's like you're, you're you're going a little too far with that. But he was he was actually addicted to cocaine in the seventies, and he was he was let go from the team. I mean, he's probably not the only one, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, and and also he 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 did also. You remember how they were talking about how he like circumcised himself or whatever? Mm-hmm. That is true. Also, uh, oh, apparently, and he well, he said that I remember reading an interview that he like he did it himself, but he went later to like he, like years later to like a, like a, you know an actual hospital or whatever to get it like you know cleaned up or whatever. So he did do it himself, but he did get it cleaned up so i Ugh. i couldn't imagine doing that fuck that no dude. Like, no dude no fuck that'd, be all that. all, but yeah. that'd be terrible he uh he did do that but yeah spencer haywood is quite the character in this and his relationship with kareem is, is quite something as well mm-hmm. but yeah when he went to the, the the drug dealer's house and was like who you want me to kill the lakers i was like no that's so i'm that's like so this actually, is not yeah. true this is bullshit i don't know why they put that that is to the point of like, I can understand a lot of the other stuff. I don't know why the fuck they put that in there. That just seems one like of, stupid. One of the many over dramatized things in the show uh, that they decided to do for some reason. That one almost uh, takes you out of it, to be honest. Like that's that is so ridiculous when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. But. <clears throat> Yeah, also, I don't know if you know this, but Magic, you know, Cookie is in the show, right? Mm-hmm. And they're actually married in real life. Cookie I did. Now. I did figure when I looked that up. Yeah, yeah I saw that. So that's that's something that also, you know, I guess if they, if they make a season two for this show, which I don't know, I don't know, like. I think they want to. I think they said they wanted to keep doing the show. I, I know they wanted good. to keep going for like I know eventually they maybe want to do three ring circus with the Shaq and Kobe stuff, but that's like years in the future. So, and that's another thing they did a lot of time jumping in this show. Like they would be, I know they started the last episode of like game, like five or, or something like that, and it was you know they skipped the four, first four games and you know the finals and like they mm-hmm. they did a lot of jumping around and hopping around and stuff and. Uh, and yeah, Kareem Kareem did end up getting hurt that game. Uh, he did he did play through it, and then he was out the last game. And magically, I yeah, was able to win the Finals MVP in his rookie year for as, you know, as somebody champs. with fucked up ankles. That whole section was so painful to me when he's playing on that sprained ankle, playing like, through the injury. I'm and like, he's got to of... be dying inside. I would be dying. Oh yeah, inside. I mean, you kind of see him like in the show. He's like fucking hurting, man. But he's, mm-hmm. but that's that's some that's athlete, so man, like that's another thing. Like Kobe, dude, I remember like watching him, like in my years of watching basketball, like watching him. Kobe got hurt a lot, and he played through some injuries, man, like broken finger. Like he had a finger wrapped up, and like he like broken Achilles and shit, like all kinds of like you know he he got fucked up a lot over the years, and he played through a lot of stuff. So yeah, that's just athletes, man. They they play you know. 
if you're in the if you're in the the ultimate goal of where you want to be, you're gonna play through the pain and get it done, man. Like mm-hmm. you're at the at the moment, you're like, I don't give a fuck, man. We're gonna play through this. But yeah, that's it. it, it I feel you. The watching him play through that, you know, as they like, he feels all this excruciating pain, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's something for sure. But uh, yeah, what uh, what else you wanna wanna go through on on this show? Um, I kind of hope like I I enjoyed it. I liked I like watching it. But for me, it was it's like I don't I almost don't like the super over dramatized stuff at times. Yeah, it's like too much. Like I like I know these people and 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 like not personally obviously, but like I know like who these who these actors are supposed to be portraying and I'm and at times I'm like that's that's just too much man like they they were there's there's no way dude like they, you're you're kind of you're gonna make people think that this is what they actually were like and they they're not you know like I I know they have the disclaimer there at the end but as we know people are dumb and they can't read so you know <laughs> it's, it's always the thing of like man I hope I hope whoever's watching this doesn't actually think that this is actually what happened because it was not like that but. Yeah, I mean, I, I I would definitely be up for watching another uh, another uh, another season or seasons of this, depending on which way they go with it. Like I said, this one was off the seventy nine eighty season, so I don't know where they would move towards next, depending on you know what 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 season two would be. But I'd definitely be up for watching more. Um, I really like John C. Riley as Jerry Buss, and I think everybody, for the most part, did a good job doing their thing mm-hmm. acting wise um but yeah uh what what do you have anything else to add on to uh to winning time josh no else you want to say? i i just enjoyed it you know i had a good time with it it got me interested in it even though you know in basketball a little bit even though it's not my thing at all really um i've never yeah. really given it its fair shake obviously dramatized and stuff like that but um i enjoyed learning about the characters after like the show was done i'd go and look i say characters like they're not real people like real i like i enjoyed going and reading about the real team um yeah uh and jerry bus and like genie like i enjoy trying to learn i i'm someone that likes to learn i like expanding my knowledge um so yeah i had a good time with it um uh, Quincy Isaiah, who played uh, Magic Johnson, was great. Um, all the actors were great. Um, and yeah, I just I enjoyed the show. I enjoyed the, like the setting. I enjoyed the funky music. I enjoyed some of the drama, even though a lot of it was fake. But uh, yeah. I just had a good time with the show. I would love to see another season. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I. Uh... I, I that's one thing I do like about this show, even though there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, mm. I I think it's cool that like, you know, people like yourself that aren't like super into basketball or knowledgeable about it can, you know, are fascinated by, you know, what, you know, events that happen in real life and, you know, looking stuff up and all that. So that's, I think that's, that's, that's one thing that's really cool about this for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, if that's all we got, we can go ahead and talk about Moon Knight now. Yeah, let's go ahead and switch gears. We'll flop over to Moon Knight. Let me change our main topic text here. And uh, sounds good. I adjust where it's at on the screen because I don't want to have to. Uh, 
Yep. Alright. And there we go. Are we ready to talk about some Moon Knight from Marvel Studios and Disney Plus? Alright guys, Moon Knight time. If you haven't seen Moon Knight, now's your chance to step out of the room. Yep. This is your warning. Back later. If you haven't seen Moon Knight, uh, get out of here, watch it, and come back. All right, three, two, one. All right, Josh. We're talking Moon Knight. Let's do it. You ready? Moon Knight, what are your thoughts? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Did you were in between? Go. I liked it. I wish it had two more episodes. How about you? I am with you. I wish there was more episodes as well. I really liked it. Out of all the Marvel Disney Plus shows, this is the one that I was looking forward to the most. I really enjoyed the whole character of Moon Knight and, you know, having it uh, mixed with the, you know, whole Egyptian, uh, you know, mythology pantheon of gods and all that. And it was really cool seeing it, you know, take shape. And, 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 and just I was looking forward to it every week. You know, it was only six weeks that we had it, right? Um, it was only six episodes, which was... Yeah, like I, I definitely wanted more, man. Like, I, I don't know why. Like, I, you know, I always say quality over quantity, always for sure. But man, sometimes they 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 leave you wanting more, man. I just one of those times where I was like, I really wish we had more time with this character and more things, you know, uh, to do in this series because like they could have really done more. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I really enjoyed it. I really like. Uh, I really like all the actors in this. Like, I really enjoyed Oscar Isaac as the the various uh, personalities that he portrays in this. Right. And I really liked uh, uh, May Kalawami as uh, Layla. She was awesome. Also, yeah, he's very attractive. But um, she was cool. Um, and I liked Ethan Hawke as Arthur Har- Harrow. You know, really good choice. Um. Uh, who else was was good in this? Um, just oh, dude, fucking. Even though he was only a voice in this, but fucking F. Murray Abraham as Kanchu was fucking awesome. Yeah, Kanchu was fantastic. Uh, but yeah, I thought like acting wise, I really, I really liked it. I really had nothing, you know. There, there is. I think like the best episode acting wise. I think was the fifth one, um, where you really get to see Oscar Isaac, you know, get into those deep uh, emotional issue problems and things that he had as a kid yeah. and all that. There is that some was really, dark, really, really good. Some dark shit for yeah. an MCU movie. Uh, yeah, yes, it was. Or which, series rather. Which you know. I haven't seen Doctor Strange yet, but apparently it's a, it's a very dark time for the MCU because apparently that movie's dark as shit. I'm about Moon Knight is pretty dark too, man. Bring so on the we're darkness. Getting some, we're yeah. getting into some horror slash dark themes in the MCU, which yeah, it's cool, man. Like they keep you know keep keep they keep changing it up and mixing it up, which is always good, man. You don't want to stick to something too long. Uh, well, yeah, I I uh, I really like the show. I really like the Moon Knight suit. I like the. Oh yeah, we have. Fresh. It was really really cool, but we have several characters that uh, Oscar Isaac plays. So we have Mark Spector, who I would consider to be, I guess, 
the main one. I mean, I don't know. I guess Steven is, I guess, the main one also. Because we kind of start with Steven Grant. But there's Steven Grant, Mark Spector. But in the fifth episode, you you kind of see why I would consider Mark to be the, the OG. Um, even though we start off with uh, Steven in the, in the show. Um, but you have those two. And then they both, they both get their own versions of the suits. One of them is obviously the Moon Knight, Mark Spector. And you have Stephen Grant as Mr. Knight uh, with his whole, you know, suit and all that. And then spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you're watching this, you've seen the show. So I'm just going to go ahead and say it. It is revealed. I mean, they kind of tease it throughout the episodes, but that there's a there's a third personality. And that is uh, Mr. Jake Lockley, uh, who speaks Spanish uh, at the end, which makes sense. If you're going to have Oscar Isaac portray the character. Why not have one of them speak Spanish? But with a name like Jake Lockley, you're like, what? Uh, <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll learn more about that next season, I'm sure, uh, which I'm excited for. But uh, what what did you think of those three personalities, Josh? And and and, and what which one was your favorite? Um, I liked. Really, I feel like I kind of liked them all fairly equally. Um. Uh, I like the Moon Knight costume more than the Mister Knight costume. Although the Mister Knight one is still pretty good. Um, yeah, yeah, both costumes, honestly. Yeah, I prefer the like, actual Moon Knight, you know, armor, but mm-hmm. the the Mister Knight is pretty clean. Yeah, the suit and like the thing. Um, most of the time, and I don't, I don't consider this a knock or anything. It's just like whenever they would just switch. When he would go from Mark to Steven, I would just be in awe of Oscar Isaac being able to to swap. So what well, seems like easily, easily, I'm sure it was probably fucking hard as shit if you were him having to do it. Yeah. But um, it just it, that's what kind of always blew my mind was like, look how easily he switches uh, between being Mark Spector and being Stephen Grant. Like... Mm-hmm. It, it 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 was crazy, but they both are all, like, they're, they're, they're they're like two different characters. They really are two different characters. Yeah. Because like uh, it, it's not it's not only just an accent change, which he has an accent for Stephen Grant. He he had to like mm-hmm. to like get a. I'm pretty sure he worked with like a dialect coach or whatever to get that like you know British accent going. But yeah, it's like a whole different like person. It is a whole different character. Like they they those two act so different. From one another, like it's 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 a huge, huge, huge difference. Yeah, it's it's nutty. Um, yeah, it's Oscar Isaac is fantastic playing playing those those get those that character with those personalities. Which, as I was saying earlier, it's revealed in the fifth episode that Mark created Stephen as like a response to, you know, the abuse that he received from his mother. Yeah. Uh, which his mother has that kind of disdain for him because she blames him for the death of his younger brother. Um, which we also see in that same episode. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. Crazy, crazy stuff. Lost Isaac is fantastic. Uh, yeah. What'd you think of the like? Uh, every time 
it would switch from like Mark to like Jake or Steven to Jake. Cause like we, at the time when they would do that, we, we, we didn't, we didn't know what it was. Right. We just assumed like, Oh, it's, it's a third. Maybe it's a third personality. Cause neither of them have any recollection of doing any of that. Mm-hmm. But then like, I think in the first episode, it's like he meets Haro Haro and the, and his like cult. Right. And like, they're coming after him and he kind of like blacks out. And then like, he comes to, and he opens his eyes and he has like a super bloodied hand and like he's got blood on his face and shit. And obviously that was that's Jake doing that. But at the time we're like, whoa, like that's nuts, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um but yeah, it, it was it, it, that to me was 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 was, was crazy. And, and I also, thought it like, was cool. I didn't Yeah. The the only time I don't like I didn't really like it is in the last episode when they do it. I was like, I want to see what happens. I wish we were, you know, um, mm, yeah. You, you they know, like, they do that cut. We've seen it happen a few times, right? So it's like, show us finally, right? But they still don't do it. Yeah, what I would have done differently um, <clears throat> with the show was like in that moment at the end, that episode where we we bl- black out on on uh, Mark and Stephen, and Jake takes over. We assume. Obviously, it was. Um, Layla's right there. We could have switched to her POV. We could have seen, like, the fucking... Mm, why not just show... Yeah. Exactly. Why not show... And you don't even cool. have to show... You don't have to show Oscar Isaac. You could literally just show his silhouette, his shadows up on the walls. He's doing all this crazy shit, right? And then we pop back over. Like, oh, I would have done. I would have done that over... Over that we're blacked out, and now here we are with this. At the, it looks like he's with Mikel Arrow, uh, thing, you know. So, I uh, that that's like my knock on that last episode was like, oh, why did they have to do the blackout here? Like, it, I, you almost feel a little robbed, uh, or at least I did. I felt a little robbed by it there at the end because, like, we've got all these cool fight scenes, and then he's Which... fixing to lose, and then it blacks out, and now he's one. Oh. Kind of, kind of hurt me a little bit. Yeah, like you're talking about those fighting scenes. That was a cool fight scene at the end. And you got the mm-hmm. kaiju gods fighting against each other, and then you got Haro versus a, uh, you know, Moon Knight. It's great, man. I, I love, I love seeing that. Like, because you see them two fight on the ground, and then in the background you see the looming giant presence of the two gods just fighting, you know, one another in the in the background. Um. Which also reminds me, this 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 show had a lot of cool like visual moments. Like the one that comes to mind for me is like, you remember when right before Kanchu gets trapped, they have to like revert time, and you see the sky kind of change. Like that is a visually like fucking beautiful like thing that they did in the show that I was super all about. Like I love seeing that. I remember it was really really cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he had to get, uh, had to tell, uh, was it, um, Layla, I believe, to go for, to, or was it, no, was it, did he talk to, uh, Steven? Yeah, I guess he told Steven, right, to go to tell Mark to free him or whatever, maybe, or was it Layla? I don't remember. But, um, anyway, uh, that was, that was great. And then, like seeing all the other gods kind of form in their you know room or whatever in the in the pyramid, 
and like kind of with their with their like uh uh what's the word I'm looking for like their their hosts or whatever their avatars yeah that's the word avatars with their avatars in the room Jesus I couldn't remember the damn word just remember the blue talk- people <laughs> yeah I was gonna say we literally <laughs> talked about the blue people earlier and I still couldn't remember it. I still couldn't think of the fucking word oh uh, man yeah it's okay no, yeah. It was cool seeing all of that, and then like you know, one of them like trying to help out, uh, Mark, you know, after their meeting and and all of that, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish we could have yeah, seen their was... costumes, like when they started yeah, doing that. I, know, final I, I, was, I was like, oh, I, I was really hoping, come on. really hoping for that, and they just never. I was like, we were robbed. We were robbed in cool costumes, costumes. I just feel a Layla's costume after she became the avatar of Tauret. I thought it was pretty dope, but I couldn't help but think of Wonder Woman, to be honest. I feel like... I was just going to say, I liked it, but I, 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 she reminded me of 1984 Wonder Woman, dude, with the wings and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I still think it looked cool. I think the... Look, I get like the whole, we're posing as we hold swords out and show off the wings thing. I get that that's cheesy, but I don't care. I loved it anyway. It was fucking cool. Um... Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, there was also a moment speaking of Layla where, again, going back to the horror aspect, she's like running around, and there's like that creature that's running around when her and Steven are like kind of trying to find, you know, uh, I forget what they're doing, but they're like trying to find, uh, I guess information, and then like they come across this creature that like starts chasing them and whatnot. And mm-hmm. at one, and at, at a at a certain point, Layla's walking around, and like it pulls her into the wall of or like the crevice of a wall or something. And I was like, dude, this is like that's like horror shit right there. Dude. Yeah, like, that's crazy. Um, one of the things of this show, I thought is like we keep. So Mark mentions his partner betrayed him and like killed him or, or tried to kill him and like yeah. shot all these other scientists. I for sure thought, oh, that's going to be Kang the Conqueror. They're going to change it. They're going to have it be Kang, uh, mm. and 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 uh, Jonathan Majors is going to show up for like a quick cameo, and it'll just be like another link to Kang, right? Because we've had spoilers for Loki. Yeah, we've had Kang show up before. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was like, "Oh, this will be like another little link. It could, it could fit in anywhere, you know." I thought for sure that's what they were gonna do, and, and we never, we never see uh, Bushman or or uh, uh, his partner. Um, I was like, "It's gonna be Kang. It's not Kang." I don't guess. Um. So that was one of my oh, I thought they were gonna do that. I thought because there hasn't yeah. been there hasn't been another real breadcrumb to to Kang and and so far. Yeah. Um in any of the in any of the series or in uh there was nothing in Spider Man, which that was always about Spider Man, but um you know what I mean? Like I thought there was gonna be like here's another little crumb of Kang. Uh who we know is is probably is coming, right? Like, yeah, he's, he's going to be the next the main big, big threat. Man. Yeah, 
um, kind of like Thanos. So I was like, well, I figured they'd give us because they haven't given us anything other than like that one bit. I was like, here's another breadcrumb, right? Nope. No breadcrumbs in this show. It's completely self-contained for the most part. Um. <clears throat> yeah, th that's the thing that the show didn't have. They didn't have any cameos. Um, yeah. I rem I think I read after the show came like finished that they said that they thought the show uh, was better off for it, like not having any of the cameos and whatnot. Like it was good to just stand on its own kind of thing. Uh -huh. Um, which yeah, I mean it it, it I, I I thought it did. Like I I thought it was pretty good. Like uh, it's always it it all it's always cool to see any of the those cameos, but like. I guess it's also neat that not every show needs to have that, you know? Like, it's like, mm -hmm. we, we could just do our own thing and I have to have, you know, uh, Bumbleberry Fuckle Dude show up at, in the last, like, two seconds of the, of the post-credit yeah. scene or something. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that, you know, like, I, I, like I'm not complaining because I, I love whenever that happens, but it's also cool that it doesn't need to happen every time. That we can just have a thing be its own thing. Because I mean, it's all connected anyway, so we know they're they, you know, Moon Knight's gonna show up at somewhere, some other thing at some point down the line, and you know, this yeah. person's gonna be here and there. So you know, it's obviously, obviously, it's gonna happen. I didn't, I, I didn't feel the need for any cameos. I wanted a Kang cameo, just because I thought, oh, this will fit in. It'll be there for two seconds. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. Um, and like I just thought, oh, we're gonna see his hand. Pop, pop, show back, Jonathan Majors, and we're back to the Moon Knight. You know what I mean? Like that's what I thought it would have been if they had if they had done what I thought they were gonna do. Um, but they didn't, which is fine. Uh, I just thought I I felt like this was a perfect place to throw another breadcrumb for Kang. Uh, yeah. Uh, at all, but yeah, I I don't feel like it needed anything other than what it got. Like, um. Uh, I enjoyed all the Egyptian stuff. I enjoyed, uh, like, I mean, the whole show is Egyptian, but, like, I enjoyed, uh, like, when we actually got to, to Egypt and saw the... I love that, that ending where we're, like, in Mark's wakes up and he's obviously been drinking and they open the, the window and it's like, oh, it's the pyramids, you know? Like, that shit was dope. I yeah, that, that was part. really cool. I, I was so hyped for that after that, that ended because... Yeah, that was that was awesome. And you knew that that's where we were before that mm -hmm. also. Like you just know. But yeah. Also, yeah, we got a giant fucking alligator fighting a giant fucking undead bird thing. Yeah, it was it was awesome. It was awesome. Uh whenever when I whenever I saw Amit, I was like Oh, this is kind of how I envision envision Sobek in our D and D game, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, cool. Uh, it's pretty cool, pretty cool stuff. Um, yeah, I, I also really like Tallrat too. She was she was pretty pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> that shit was so I funny. <laughs> <laughs> I have such good ideas for the costume. <laughs> like she was just waiting to become an av to be an avatar right. for somebody or, or 
Or to become somebody's avatar, rather. Also, fucking Alexander the Great. Uh, mummy out of nowhere. Wasn't oh, expecting yeah. that. Um, Just brought him in casually. Like, yo, we gotta stick your hand down its fucking mouth, down its throat, and grab the thing we need. Not only that, Alexander the Great was fucking Amit's last avatar. Like, what? That's crazy. Um... I thought that was while, cool. Huh? Yeah. Been a while. And yeah, I thought Ethan Hawke was great. I loved him being in the show. I liked him being in the show so much that I was kind of bummed when we got that post credit scene where he gets whacked by Jake Lockley. <laughs> yeah, he, he uh, just gets like you think like, oh, cool, he's gonna, he's gonna. We still have fucking uh, Ethan Hawke for next season or whatever. Mm -hmm. Nope, they just decided to be like, "Yo, you guys, watch you guys are Marvel fans. You watch post credits. We're gonna we're gonna clap his ass in the post credits. So fucking, you know, get fucked, Ethan Hawke." Yeah. Uh, what else can we talk about? <laughs> uh, yeah, I wish it was eight episodes instead of six. Um, I feel like we yeah. could fit. Some, when you do six episodes, no matter what, unless you're really fucking tight with it, some things are going to feel rushed. Um, so I kind of, kind of wish that it had at least eight or maybe even just one more, you know? Um, but other than that, enjoyed the, enjoyed the show quite a bit. Um. Uh, yeah. Yes, I really this, enjoyed this. Oh, I really yes, this show has some of the darkest moments, but it also has a lot of comedy in it. Like uh, mm -hmm. when they first meet. Uh, I mean, Tara, Steven is Tara Witty. very. Uh, uh, Tara Wit and. Uh, yeah. yeah, and. Um, you know, they just look at each other and scream, and that was shit. Was so She's funny. Like, Hi. Um, yeah, that's a good good moment for sure. Uh, and like Steven is a lot of the mm. in general is a lot of the comedic stuff in this, right? He's more of a he's more of a goofy guy, you know, like with the whole latest gayest thing and like latest guys. Uh, going on a date to a steakhouse when he's a vegan, you know, with that one lady in the first episode, and like just he's usually just doing and saying stuff that's you know silly and goofy and just you know. For for the comedic, you know, uh, aspect of, of of the show. Um, but yeah, uh, I I yeah, I just I wish there was more episodes also. But um, that's just I guess that's the way certain shows are going now, especially for Disney Plus, right? Like we're this is only six episodes. Fucking Obi Wan's only going to be six episodes. Like bit of a bummer because I want more, but. You know, I I do always say quality over quantity, so you know it is what it is, man. Yep. Uh, this show is really good at making you. Mark and Steven's interaction, and particularly the last couple episodes, especially episode five. Um. Uh, it's weird, but it's like these are obviously the same actor. And they're acting with he's acting with himself, 
but I care about them and they care about each other and I believe it. You know, I, like I it's so weird. Yeah, I thought I also read somewhere that Oscar Isaac's brother was kind of like a body double for him as well. I read that as well. Yeah. So that's that's pretty cool. Uh yeah, uh, so that I thought yeah, that yeah. was really cool. But it's Talking like himself, it's, basically. So it's, it's yeah, crazy it's good like writing that you can be like I can separate them enough to recognize the relationship they would have each, have with each other and enjoy it and not be taken out by the fact that they're played by the same actor and realizing that they're there's like just talking to himself basically um but it has like some really heartfelt moments especially in episode 5 and like some really sad moments so uh i just wanted to mention that like hats off to Oscar Isaac for pulling that shit off like i don't know I don't know anybody that can do that. That's crazy. Um, which I guess is kind of why he wanted to do it. Like, it's why you take on a challenge to be like, can I do this and pull it off? You fucking did, dude. You know? Yeah, he, he killed it. He absolutely killed it. Man. He did a fantastic job portraying mm -hmm. all of the different personalities that, you know, he uh, he, he had. To, to do so and i hope we get great, more moon night i hope we see moon night in movies i don't care what anybody says i want to see moon night in movies uh oh, yeah absolutely i want well. to see them in, in a lot of things yeah so i hope oscar isaac wants to play this character for a while because i want to see him in a lot of stuff yeah and i'm sure i'm sure feige and all of them have plans for him as well so yeah yeah um, is there anything else you want to talk about, Daniel? I'm kind of my brain is kind of empty at the moment. Um, no, I mean if you wanna you wanna end it there, we can, we can end it there. I just I'm looking forward to a season two. I'm looking forward to the future of these characters. I'm excited for Layla and Mark's future in the MCU, and I want to see more Conchu because I think he's you know awesome and uh yeah I just uh, I. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to the. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, just the rest of the uh, upcoming MCU stuff, like Miss Marvel, and uh, you know, that that's actually a good question. What what is next? Is, is it Miss Marvel? I think it. I think it is right. I think. Because I was just trying to think to myself, like I think it's Miss Marvel, but I don't know because this was like the one that we were looking forward to and now it's over and then i'm kind of just wondering like where are we with what's next i'm pretty sure it is miss marvel yeah For june 8th yeah. miss marvel's june 8th and then at some point later this year we're gonna have maybe she hulk which i'm also super excited for i'm really excited for she hulk i hulk is my one of my favorite marvel characters and I really like Tatiana Maslany. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I you know, Abomination's coming back. Like I'm, I'm hyped for that. And yeah, then that'd be interesting. And then not only that, but we're gonna get some. We're gonna be getting some specials on Disney Plus as well. We have um, the uh, Werewolf by Night special, which is gonna be like the Halloween special they're gonna have. And then we have the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special as well coming out in December. So that's what we got coming. 
but yeah, Miss Marvel is the next next one coming out. So we'll be we'll definitely be doing an episode on that. I believe that is also going to be six episodes. So stay tuned for that when we talk about that one, guys. But yeah, let me know what you guys think uh, of of these two shows that we we're talking about. And uh, yeah, all right. Any Come any other us. closing uh, closing thoughts, Josh? Before we head on out of here, I don't have any. I enjoyed it. Cool. I'm right, I'm gonna go ahead and throw it over to Daniel. You're up, bud. All right, guys. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna call it here. Uh, so thanks for uh, joining us uh, on this episode of uh, Winning Time and uh, Moon Knight. Uh, next week, uh, we'll be doing our show for the three-year anniversary. Oh, man. We're, we've been doing this for three years now, almost. So that's that's pretty nuts. Um, can't wait to... to talk about that with you guys uh and then the week after that we have a bit we have a rush of rewind so we'll be doing that um but yeah uh let me know what you guys think of both of these shows uh either on twitter or discord or whatever uh coming up for me on stream i'm gonna be starting the outer worlds the outer worlds is a game i've been wanting to play for a while we'll be starting that up on i believe uh well tomorrow but i'm excited to be playing through that um i'm gonna be doing another prop night co-stream on thursday again so stay tuned for that that's gonna be fun as well um but yeah that's uh pretty much it for me come come check out the the outer worlds and uh yeah we're gonna i'm gonna have fun uh doing that starting that journey go go check out my uh youtube stuff uh and all my other social media things here down below. Uh, my sleeping dogs videos are starting to go up on YouTube. So check those out. But uh, yeah, we'll be back next week, guys. Have a great one. Thanks for hearing, for listening or watching. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Hi, guys. Thank you for checking out episode 118 with Moon Knight and Winning Time. I hope you enjoyed um, uh, this week's show. I hope you enjoyed last week's show. I don't really have a lot of things to announce, but it is May, which means, guys, it is Mental Health Awareness Month. So, uh, this is me giving you permission to to give yourself a good time for a little while. You know, uh, go 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 refresh your mind, your body, your feelings, whatever you need to do. It is the month to probably be reminded of that. A lot of times, we kind of forget and stress out and and let everything kind of fall apart, but. It is it is May. It is Mental Health Awareness Month. Go give yourself, um, go treat yourself. Go treat yourself to a good meal if that's what you need, to a nice hot shower and like a relaxing massage if that's what you need. Whatever you need to kind of recharge yourself up a little bit uh, and recharge your mind and your body and your feelings, go do that. Um, and we will see you all next week for the next Clockwork Cantina. Until then, bye bye. We love you. And take care of yourselves.